When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Morning, lovely people. Well, I was tall for a second. Morning, people. Um, it is no welcome to t- no. What am I doing? It's it Thursday. It's right? Thursday, the fourteenth of December. Thank you very much. It is Thursday, the fourteenth of December. Welcome to TDA, the day after your favorite news platform and the home of popular culture as defined by the culture. And as Mark's always said, you guys are hosted by the best. Let's introduce ourselves. It's your boy, six foot plus of pure temptation. Big Marsh on the east side of the bridge. Good morning, people. And as always, the one you love to hate, your favorite shade queen, <laughs> my own royalty. Is that how you're going with you? The one you love to hate? I love that. It's it's kind of like, it's got a nice ring to it. I like I'm it, a three-liner babe now. Yeah, I like it. It's here to stay. <coughs> oh, ciao. How are you? I'm all right. I'm all right. Just getting ready for the world. <coughs> Got a long day. Mate. Every day's a long day, I'll be honest with you. Got a long ass like, day. Every day's a damn long day. Every day I wake up, well, in December, mm. every day I've woken up. This week's been better because mm. I was ill for half of it. Last week, every day I woke up, yeah, I was like, God, I'm so I cannot. Every day I woke up, I'm so tired. Yeah, it's long. It's ridiculous. I've got, um, Film everything that um I do today. Oh, uh, that's a full, from, that's a lot of talking. Mm, apart from pen game, that's why I do pen game on the on Sundays on the okay. weekend. Because if I have to cram it in during the week one day, it's just gonna be. That's a lot. Yeah. Like I would have to be quiet. I can't do something like that because the next two days I have to be silent. <laughs> that's a lot of talking. I can't afford that. I got a show on the weekend, man. You do have. That's true. You do have a show on the weekend. So I got I got to talk. Yeah, you got to talk. This is your. It's so funny that how that's the career now, like talking. I love it though. Sometimes I ain't got the bandwidth for it though, man. Sometimes I just want to shut up. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what's crazy? That's why in my real life I'm quiet. Mm. I only talk when I'm on the mic. Other than that, I do everything I can avoid to talk. Oh no, man! I'm too argumentative, always debating. I feel like even when I get on the phone, I'm always bloody having a oh, podcast. See, I can't do this. I I can't. I can't have conversations that are like podcast episodes. That's I remember I went, to, this is why I don't really tell people what I do, really and truly, if I'm being honest. Like when I go to certain things, you know, you meet people, and you're like, oh, what do you do? Because I don't know what activates in their mind. They just think, oh, let's have a live episode. And it's like, no. That's what they want to do, isn't it? No, I don't know. I don't want to do this. No. I remember I went to a friend's um, games night one time, and I just found myself in this conversation with like, two free guys and they're just debating and I'm looking at them like whatever you think this is <laughs> it isn't like I, I have no horses in this race I don't care enough for what's being talked about I just can't people want to have football podcasts with me all the time oh that's a lot that would be a lot I couldn't I don't think I could do that that would be a lot they either support the same team as me and they want to um, they want to chop it up chop it up no. or they support like like an Arsenal, like Arsenal or something. Mm. And they've just got something to say. So. 
Yeah, it's a lot, man. I, I just can't. I've done that bare, arguing with strangers in clubs. In a club? They do it in clubs. They don't care. They don't care that the music's loud. They think it makes sense to get closer and, and do it. In no, my but to be actually, no. Do you know what? That is a point because sometimes it's like, can you kindly read the room, please? Like, <laughs> I feel like I, I appreciate. Uh, oh my gosh, I like what you do. I watch what you do. Da, 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 da. I think it just needs to be brief. Respectfully, it needs to be brief. We can't get into a full blown conversation. And then you know when like half of me is here, the half, the other half of me, just wants to be clink clinking. And doing A. It depends what... I'm what, distracted. It depends what gets said to me. Mm, sometimes hey. I let people trick me at my position. Like sometimes <laughs> total strangers say things to me and I'm like, hey, what? <laughs> and, I, and I have to say something back. Mm. But sometimes I can just be like, all right, give you don't watch that, man. Say it. Yeah. <laughs> have a great day. Have a great one. Yeah, man. It's interesting. It's interesting. Brent, how are you today? I'm all right. Thank you very much. Why do you have to film everything today? Is it because of your fantastic accolade? 2,200. Well, I've got to do that today. I've got filthy today. And I'm oh, doing you're this. just saying all day you are filming. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. That sounds very different. I mean, it, you know, change the words. How? I what said, did I, you think? I said everything that I do, I've got to film today. That's all yeah, the shows. Yeah, that's what I thought. I thought filthy. I thought no behavior. Yeah. Say it again. Everything that I do, I've got to film today. Yeah. Say it again. Ah. Everything that I do, I have to film today. And I said, apart everything from pen game, that I do, everything I that I actually do, I have, I have to, to film, film today. today. And that's why I said, apart from pen, pen game, game, that's why I do it on the weekends. Everything that I have to do, I have to film today. Everything um, that I do. Oh, you think he's vlogging? So what? Yeah, what was you thinking? That's why I said, why is oh. it because of your accolade? Your oh, he's thinking he's giving reality TV show. Not even that. As in, is Link Up TV looking to? Oh, like oh. a day in the life of Mark's kind of vibe. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they're doing that for the show. They're rolling down there with us and that. Oh, sick. Yeah, so that'd be cool. Okay, that nice. would just be from the Saturday. But no, I just meant I'm going to do TDA, then leave here, go do Filthy. Then leave the evening, <laughs> Go do No Behavior. It's so interesting because if I were to say, or to convey what it is that you just conveyed, I would just say, I'm people all day today. Yeah, but that could, oh, that could seem like I'm just doing one thing and I'm in a long shoot. Yeah, but for you though, that means something different to what it means for him. I'm filming all day today. If I said, yeah, yeah, I could have said that actually, but that wouldn't. That, like I said, that could just be like one long shoot. But yeah, not. so for Brent, it sounds like one long shoot. It sounds like you're all like, it sounds like you just got, like your studio today is fully packed, and so all you're doing today is filming. For me, yeah. If somebody said it to me, if you said that, if yeah. you said I'm filming, that's because they know today. I'm. Uh, I stay in one place. <laughs> so see, I've, got tra- I've got to travel. Yeah. <laughs> But for you, I know you get about. Yeah. So when you say you're filming all day today, I'm not, I'm not thinking it's just one thing because mm. you're a content king. There you go. You and I know king. that today is a special day in, re- in relation to the behavior. Yeah, it I is. thought, oh, you're actually doing something special. That's interesting. Who put that together? And in my head, it would have been somebody to, to pitch it to you. And you're like, oh, I might as well. Oh, I get what you're saying. Mm. Oh, That would have been cool. Because hmm. that's, a, that's, that's, a, a that's a big thing, you know. What, 200 episodes? Mm. You got 200 episodes? You yeah. survived That's sick. 200 episodes <laughs> with your, your good friend. Your characters. <laughs> yeah. And he should, he should look to celebrate that too, man. Yeah, no. That's lit. Get a little something like, done up. What? A little frame. cake or something or cool. yeah. A little plaque. Yeah, something. So, you know, he yeah. likes to put certain uh, things uh, on his bare wall at home. It's like getting TDA plaques. If I thought about it earlier, I would have. Mm. Actually, when I get my house. So you've Sorry. put the plaque up. Yeah. Plaques are lit though, isn't it? They look, I think they look amazing. I think it's just, 
If I walk into a house, that plaque could say anything. That plaque, that plaque could say best egg fryer. But you got in the gold disc, <laughs> you a star. <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. Never go black. It's so interesting why we as human beings find some value in something like that. Because you work hard, man. It's an it's a acknowledgement for your accomplishments, isn't it? Yeah. And I suppose that's what everybody wants. Like, the life is not dependent on it, but it's nice to just see that there as a reminder. Because I think with human beings, we do sometimes, well, not everybody, obviously, but people that work hard and have goals and stuff, you do so much that sometimes you don't take a moment to pause. And this is why I'm really anti, like, I don't like feeling imposter syndrome or feeling ungrateful because sometimes life moves so fast that you don't realise that where you're currently at, you were praying and hoping to get get here two years ago, a year ago, six months ago. But because life is so fast-paced, you don't realise that you're currently living in your old prayers, but you're already looking forward to the next thing. Mm. So you've got to intentionally take some time to be mm. grateful. So that plaque, which I step out into my hallway, that mm. will be a reminder. Mm. Yeah. Wow. Mm. I love it, man. All right. Um, somebody sent an email in. They sure did. And I would like Esther to read it. I want to see if she pronounces all the words correctly. <laughs> I'm never going to say nothing. <laughs> All right. <laughs> My phone. I'm <clears throat> sorry. I decided to send an email as I was not able to fit it all, to fit all this on a Spotify. Great episode. Unfortunately, I missed the live. I could have been, I could have given a bit more info. I am coloured with a coloured accent. So this is the episode where we're, do, we're talking about South Africa. Mm. That was on Tuesday, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, because that was when you said the person called. Okay. That was really good, wasn't it? Okay. Yeah. All right. So I'm colored and I am colored with a colored accent, even though I've lived in the UK for 15 plus years. Coloreds are in Zimbabwe, where I'm Sorry from. To cut you. There's a colored accent. No, she means like when you hear the accent, you know that she's not, she's not, she's especially she hasn't got a British accent. Yeah, but that's not, a, that's not a South African or, Zim, or Zimbabwean accent. She said a colored accent. So yeah, that means that's, what that's she a, said. No, but I hear that as Brent's got a colored accent. Well, no, yeah. When you speak Patrick, you've got a college accent. Prince got a Trini accent. No, but I don't think... Sorry, what are we doing here? I don't think she means, like, coloured as in, like, let's make a scene on the coloured accent. She just means I'm a coloured person and I've got the accent to show that I'm coloured. But they said there's an actual, like, coloured language and stuff. So... But is the language called coloured? I don't know if it's called coloured, but they was, that's, this is what we're saying, right? What I got from that is that there is an accent attached to coloureds. Yeah. That's what they got from it. That only the coloreds have really. Yes. Yeah. That's what I took from it too. This colored is so funny. Some white man said in my church, now this full boy. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> with like an old man. Did he say it with malice in his heart? You know what? It's one of those things that's difficult to and he didn't. He didn't. And I think he was also supported because he was reading the word of God. He was preaching. <laughs> do you know what I mean? So how do you do you know what I mean? But also he's an old man, like a proper old man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, oh, I, like I know your time. Like he was there when they were bombing stuff and whatnot, yeah. and like rations and like he talks about the rations and when you could only have what, like one cube of sugar yeah. for the household kind of vibe. I said, all right then. I'll, and he liked my brother a lot. Mm. My brother's a coloured man. <laughs> <laughs> if you like my brother, <laughs> you can't. Do you get know I me? Mean? So yeah. Yeah, you all need to correct him. Big up Jim. He doesn't come to church anymore. Yeah, he's. <laughs> <laughs> what other? Are we going to see Jesus? <laughs> no. <laughs> he's gone upstairs. No, not yet. No, he's just, um, he's an interesting character. So he's racist. He's not racist. 
He's just touching people. He's no. He's just um. No, I'm a man type of person. Oh, he's a red pillar. He's not a red pillar. He's an old man. They don't have red pill back in them days. It's the original. He's just men. No, no, he's just an uh, interesting character. Anyway, let me start this again, right? <clears throat> Great episode. Unfortunately, unfortunately, I missed the live. I could have given a bit more info. I am coloured with a coloured accent, even though I've lived in the UK for 15 plus years. Coloureds are in Zimbabwe, where I'm from. It is a term used in Southern Africa. In Zim, unlike in SA, as in South Africa, the coloureds don't speak Afrikaans, but they use slang words which come from Afrikaans and a mixture of Shona, Nbele, and English. Some colours are very proud of their culture and identity. As you mentioned in your episode, there are some that do not want to identify as coloured because of the history, etc. But also it's because they feel rejected by the coloured community. Their complexion is darker, but they don't speak the native language, Shona or Ndebele. Yeah. So they are rejected by the black community as well. But then they don't see themselves as black. They're mixed, so they're coloured. Coloureds come in different shades. Some are white looking, tanned or dark complexion. I am quite fair and haven't always fitted in. I speak Shona, so have been more comfortable around the black community. My grandmother on my mother's side was black. So growing up, I was around that side. Funny story, before Trevor Noah got famous, remember he's coloured He's coloured also. He had a stand-up show in London. It was a small crowd. At the time, I was dating a coloured guy. He was, of, he was of a darker complexion. We were sat in the front row. Trevor made a joke about colonialism and said, how did, I, how did you manage to get together? This would never have happened this many years ago. I came out of the theatre really furious about that comment, especially as Trevor himself says growing up he was nicknamed the Daywalker because he was too light and didn't fit in with the black side of his family. P.S. His first comedy stand-up was stand-up was called Daywalker. It was more geared towards the coloured community. We understand all the jokes and slang. Now he is more geared towards the international community. He's not funny as he, he's not as funny as he was. <laughs> this is such a random ramble. And <laughs> Trevor Noah. Anyway, sorry to ramble on. I just wanted you guys to understand a little bit about coloureds, how we are viewed, how we view ourselves and the issues we have in our community. Also, I am a big fan of TDA. I really enjoy the discussions and always wish you guys the best. Thank well, thank you. you, lovely. It would be nice to have a coloured person on the show, though. Because you don't take offence with being called black then? Or like mixed? Maybe mixed. They must have been real mad when they took coloured off the, off the forms. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Because then that's they're being stripped of their representation. Yeah. Is there a place? <laughs> is there a place for the? Everyone's just filling it in. <laughs> is there a place for coloured over here? But it would mean something different in this land, so I don't know if it is. That's true, actually. That is true. Because no they're definitely saying that with the heart. So there's no place for it in this land. No place for it in this land. The hard sea. Mm. Yeah, actually, yeah, it's an insult when it comes from you know, non-black people. But thank you for sending that in. We appreciate it. Um, yeah, man. Big up you. Good morning, sir. Good morning. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. How are you? Making a full recovery, yeah. are you? Thank God. Recovery. Yeah. Well, this is awkward. Nothing. I heard the white man try to get you again. No, no, no. You can't win. <laughs> <laughs> no, I went to my um, daughter's like recital. Oh, cute. Okay. Nativity thingy. Oh, what does she play? Uh, she's one of the angels. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. She's really cute. That's the only one she could play. I heard one time, yeah. So mm. I heard these nativities in school. Mm. They've been moving mad recently. And they've just been <laughs> writing stories and whatnot. 
I can't remember where I heard this, but basically someone, or maybe it was Twitter or something, someone said basically they had their kid play Michael Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it was Twitter. I think the person put a picture up with the kid in the white socks. What? Michael Jackson. They've had people playing. <laughs> what time? <laughs> what time did you have to get my little sister <laughs> to play a slug? <laughs> a slug? Man. Can you oh, imagine? she's making me cry. She what? was living. <laughs> <laughs> the funniest thing is that she was only about three, but she had so much annoyance in her voice. She's like, I'm not doing it. <laughs> but I was like, what do you mean? And then my grandma should have found her like making like a brown costume. <laughs> a slug. It was the funniest thing. She was livid. She was three years old. You have ever seen little kids mad? <laughs> she was so angry. She's like, a slug. A slug. <laughs> nah, that's terrible, man. Nah, you know they're, they're trying to make it kind of like PC now and mm-hmm. stuff. So you can't really say Jesus too much. You, you can't really say baby Jesus and all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff now. So it's just a baby yeah. in a farm kind of vibe. You don't have to say sweet baby Jesus. Nah, man. Why? Because your, your um, what's the word? So people can be offended. Mm. Offended by Jesus. <laughs> people are offended Probably. by Jesus. Yeah. In the nativity. This time, he's the reason for the season. They're not there, caring. There was a baby there yesterday. Now that I'm thinking about it. But they didn't mention him. <laughs> like, they had a Mary and a Joseph. But them them guys didn't have no lines. <laughs> the baby was just there. And the baby yeah, was man. right. So it's everything was wrong. You know what I'm saying? It was white. Everything was wrong. <laughs> I don't know what's going on, man. Yeah, man. Not, listen, what the kids have been taught in school now, <laughs> it's real different. I'm gonna remind my mum about that today. That was the fun. That was so funny, man. Was you? Did you do nativity? I can't remember. I would have though. Nigeria is very Christian, Christian nation. Also, you can't remember what character. I love the you Lord. Was. No, I definitely would have been in Nigeria. That's so you can't remember what character you was. I definitely. I don't know. No, I can't remember. I, I do remember playing angel actually, because I had an angel outfit. Did you do one? I don't think so. Yeah. Did you? I can't remember. I think so. Do you know where you were? I was the angel Gabriel. Okay. You came to give them the good news, yeah? yeah. <laughs> Wait, one second, one second, because Brent kissed his teeth, and I need, to understand what, I, need to, I need to understand what's going on here. You didn't sound like you were sure that you even had one, but you're definitely angel Gabriel. All of a sudden, trust me. <laughs> no, it was Gabriel. Because you know what's mad? I feel like he peeped that he was yeah. too old to be yeah. baby Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> so he said that. I was I'm the Gab- next best thing. I was Gabriel. All right. Brent, in my, <laughs> in my primary school. Yeah. I believe you. Have you done one? No. So basically, I'm the only one with... Um, experience, yeah. Experience. <laughs> experience. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, the dear. slug was. What was this? What was the I, mean, I do what not was the know. Man? What was it? I don't know. Michael Jackson, a slug. I think they're just gonna have her standing <laughs> there, but she didn't do it. She said she put her foot down. And how many slugs were there? Uh, Bren, I, do you know what it is? I feel like basically they just don't want certain kids to feel left out. Yeah, so they mm. just, so it's just like giving pass. them things. But she didn't understand because at church, sis was Mary. So she's thinking, how can I go from Mary in the house of the Lord and then a slug? To mm. a slug. She was. It was the funniest. Thing she was livid. She's like, Mom, a slug, a slug. I'm not doing that. It was so funny. But uh, good times, man. Big up the kids in the nativity places. Are, yeah. you, are you allowed to record them as well? Because our kids are in there, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, I recorded it. They just said, just don't share it. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, but I recorded it, yeah. Okay. 
That's sweet, man. Yeah. All right, well, we're on a timer today, so let's get into our, our headlines. All right, people, so our first headline. Uh, the United States was looking increasingly isolated on the world stage on Tuesday after a resounding vote at the UN General Assembly calling for an immediate humanitarian ceasefire in Gaza. Chairs and clapping echoed around the General Assembly um, in New York as the emergency vote was announced. A thumping 153 member states out of the 193 total membership backed the solution, with only 10, including the US, Israel and Austria, voting against, and 23, including the UK and Germany, abstaining. The vote highlighted the stiffening consensus around the world for the need for a stop to Israel's relentless assault on Gaza, which has left more than 18,000 Palestinians dead. Reports indicate that up to 70% of the fatalities have been women and children. 70%, you know. It's crazy. Tuesday's adopted resolution expressed grave concern over the catastrophic humanitarian situation in the Gaza Strip and, su and the suffering of the Palestinian civilian population. It called for protection for both Israeli and Palestinian civilians under international law and demanded the immediate release of all hostages. Next headline, and um, according to the Israeli uh, foreign minister, he was speaking on Wednesday and he said that Israel will continue its war on Hamas even if it loses international support. Imagine. So everyone's voting for no reason, basically. But they said, These guys, we're going to do what we're going to do. Can you imagine? All right, we'll see how it ends, isn't it? That's crazy, man. Eli Cohen has said that um, a ceasefire at the current stage is a gift to the terrorist organization Hamas and that Israel will keep <laughs> fighting if deserted by Western allies. He also said that Israel will continue the war against Hamas with or without international support. His remarks came the day after Joe Biden warned Israel um, that they were losing international backing because of his indiscriminate bombing of Gaza. The US president also told donors at a fundraising event that Benjamin Netanyahu Israel's president should drop the hardliners in his government and reconsider his opposition to a Palestinian state. Mr. Netanyahu admitted to disagreements with the U.S. on the future of Gaza on Tuesday, saying that he would not allow the territory to become Hamastan, imagine, or Fatahstan. <coughs> Jake, um, Jake Sullivan, pardon me, who's uh, Mr. Biden's national security advisor, is visiting Israel on Thursday today for talks with Mr. Netanyahu and his war cabinet. And the last headline... Um, an officer who admitted drink driving whilst on duty has been dismissed without notice. PC Bryson Kiston, um, attached to the North Area Basic Command Unit, um, appeared at Wilsden Magistrates Court on Monday, 16th of October, after he was arrested by Met Traffic Court officers on Saturday, 30th of September. The court heard that PC Kiston had been involved in a damage-only <coughs> collision um, whilst driving an unmarked police car in Chase Side in Enfield at about 2.30 in the afternoon. Uh, PC Kiston attended a Met traffic garage about 7 o'clock in the evening that, um, and officers felt it was clear that he had been drinking. He took a breath test and provided two readings, one at 48 and one at 43 micrograms of alcohol per 100 milliliters of breath. Uh, the legal limit is 35. So this man was... Wasted. You know what I'm saying? White boy wasted. Mm-hmm. Uh, PC Kiston was charged with drink driving in the early hours of the 1st of October and pleaded <coughs> guilty at his first court appearance. He was banned from driving for 12 months and now he's got to pay a £438 fine, £85 in court fees and £175 victim surcharge. At a misconduct hearing um, held on Wednesday the 13th of December and yesterday, the panel found that PC uh, Kiston's actions breached the standards of professional behaviour in regards to discreditable conduct and fitness for duty. And because of that, he was dismissed without notice. So sacked on the spot, man. In the spot. Just before Christmas. Ah, yep. 
I mean, you can't be drink driving on the job. Absolutely not. Know, as a police <clears throat> officer, you know. No, but like, as his partner, I'd be so mad. Mm. As the kids, I'd be so angry. But then I feel like that kind of speaks to maybe... Because I'm surprised that his colleagues um, yeah. snitched on him. But also, how ballsy do you have to be to be in a police car, mm-hmm. drink driving? Yeah. Unless you've got a real bad problem. You must have. That's you must true. be both, innit? You must be, yeah. But yeah. It's crazy, man. Anywho. That's it for the headlines. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get into what you're saying. All right, so today's topic of the day, yeah. I feel like we may have touched on this a bit before here or there and probably will touch on it again. But this is about the question of voting, right? And um, Brent sent me a link the other day. Um, and this is about the comedian, Ava Vidal. She was on LBC talking about um, how she feels about Labour. Because I think traditionally she's a Labour supporter, 100%, oh, yeah. right? Is this the black lady? Yes. So, Ben, if you don't mind, there's a link in, the, in there if you can play it, yeah, so that people get context. And, um, yeah, she pretty much said, you know what? I'm tired of voting. Well, I don't feel like I could vote for Labour. So I prefer to not vote at all. Well, that's a bit silly, isn't it? See, Everything that the Conservatives have already done, when you ask Keir Starmer, are you going to pull back on this policy? Are you going to pull back? It was like, Ooh, no, I'm not. So, so at the end of the says, day, no, we're going to no, have these... No, no, quoting his new hero. We're going to have... Well, exactly, Margaret Thatcher, oh. for goodness sake. I like my Conservatives to be honest, <coughs> mean-spirited, and uh, just be honest about who you are. I like my Conservatives to be Conservatives. I don't want Conservatives in, uh, you know, with, with a red rose. I... I'll keep the Conservatives that we have, thank you. But you will vote for Keir Starmer. Absolutely not. You're not going to vote Labour? No. No way. But, I mean, you you would have done if Jeremy Corbyn had still been leader, wouldn't you? Because you're you're a bit of a Corbyn I'm not a bit... You see, the thing is, people call you a Corbyn fan... That's what your Wikipedia says, ...to be disparaging. I don't know who wrote on that. They've written some (laughs) awful things about me. You know, but I I honestly, right, I just don't see the difference between Keir Starmer, and I'd rather keep the Tories that we have, thank you. So you're going to vote Tory? I'm not going to vote Tory, I'm just not going to... What are you going to do I'm going to do exactly what we did in COVID. I'm going to stay home. Oh, no. Oh, come on. I'm not voting, no, I'm not. You're politically engaged. How can you not vote, even if you go... Like, if you can't offer paper. me an alternative to what we have already, let's keep what we have. I really don't care. Labour need to understand you have to be an alternative to the Tories. You can't just be Tory light. <laughs> that is the problem that we're having. Labour have done so many things, and I, I don't even want to get into it because I, I know the sides that are going to come from that way. But I will just say it very quickly. <laughs> what they've done to the Muslim community, what they've done to the black community, it's been... You, they've taken our votes for granted, and we are going to show you. Actually... Your, our votes for you are not guaranteed. We can suffer. We're from a people. Listen, my ancestors suffered. It's handed down. We've got genetic memory. I can stay and suffer under toys for quite a lot longer. We'll vote green then. No, uh, I haven't got a green candidate anymore. We'll, and, well, you will have. Well, go and spoil <laughs> your ballot paper. At least make an effort to take part in the democratic process. If we've got a political party that was supposed to be our natural home, and that political party is doing things to get people... Uh, you know, they're calling themselves a broad church, and then they're, they're removing people with certain views. Why should they? Why well, should they participate in their own humiliation and get thrown out? That's all that happens. Keir Starmer has expelled how many people now? It's ridiculous. I mean, people feel like they can't be a part. I mean, Beth Winter, and, uh, you, you must be sitting there it's thinking, true. "Oh my God, if we can't get the likes of Ava to, uh, Ava to vote for us, we're in real trouble." I, I think it's really important for our leader Keir Starmer to listen to, to Ava and. All the other pe- Ava, sorry, and all the other um, possibly former members of the Labour Party who have now left. There are um, a number of us who are hanging on in 
um, who I joined the party because of Jeremy Corbyn and John McDonnell back in 2016 and was elected on that manifesto. And I still stand by that manifesto of 2019. Um, and we are pushing within the party for those progressive policies to be in the next manifesto for the next general election. But it is very concerning, you know, and those views are shared by many, many people up and down the country. And our party does need to take note and listen <coughs> to those views. Okay. So... First of all, her skin is gorgeous. Black lady, black lady, do you egg? Well, actually, that wasn't nice. <laughs> My apologies. So yes, what are your thoughts when you <clears throat> saw that? What? First of all, quick question: What is um? What is it? He said, "Destroy your ballot paper." Yeah. What does that look like? <laughs> oh no. <laughs> and does that like does that have a? Because I'm thinking, what if if everyone destroys their ballot paper? Mm. Does that call for something else to happen? I don't think so. But this is what I was going to get onto. Because may maybe she's thinking, or in fact, the question is, I was going to ask you guys, do you feel like if enough people just don't vote, that will let people know, wait a minute, we as a as a as a public don't like what's going on here. You guys are all crap, and maybe something else needs to needs to go on here. We have to get white people to. Couldn't that be a good form of protest? No, yeah, with white people, I mean, okay, How yeah, but people are going to vote though. This so the good. votes are still going to count for something. Yeah, but it's, it's, imagine Brexit was half the population alone that voted. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? People would be like, wait a minute, this doesn't represent the entire country. It doesn't matter, though, the wrong. results was, yeah. it would be the same results. It would have to be like a, a standstill where nobody but the people in the House Commons vote. Mm. Then it would be like, they can't go ahead because it looks as though it's giving dictatorship. Mm -hmm. So everyone would have to be on code. But mm. unfortunately, everyone is not on code because of what this land is. Like, it wouldn't matter whether it was 10 million people that voted for Brexit or 10 people if it's going to get the same results. It, I think it would, you know. But what would, it, what would have changed, though? They wouldn't have been able to walk it back? No, they would. They, they would say, no, this is this doesn't represent the country. But they ain't been able to walk it back. Yeah, There's but, a lot of people that even voted for Brexit that realise that it's <coughs> nonsense and they're talking about trying to get back into the European fold and stuff like that. It's not something mm. that's easy to walk back anyway. And if they can, they'll probably try and do it now, even with the, with the, uh, with the, with the, with the majority or whatever. So I'm saying that. What difference does it make? Like bare people not voting. If as long as the vote takes place mm. and and the result comes from from the voting, mm. then then it is what it is. Not voting doesn't actually help. I think, I think it does. Like, the thing with the Brexit thing, though, I think enough people voted. You know what I'm saying? Mm. For, for them to say, okay, yeah, this is obviously the voice of the people. But if half the population said no, then that means there's something wrong with this process. You know what I'm saying? We need to find a way. <laughs> like first, first we have to get to the root of the problem. But secondly, we have to find another way to figure out what people actually want. Because that's that's the, the whole point of voting. So if you don't vote, that means I don't know I don't know what you want. You know what I'm saying? Especially if enough people are not voting. But even with the Brexit example, if there wasn't enough people voting, but mm. it still got the same results, what are you saying? They wouldn't have went through with it? I think so. Yeah. I, I think it would it would be much easier yeah. to overturn. Brent. You know, I disagree. Why? Why do I disagree? Yeah. Because you're talking. No, I was joking. <laughs> <laughs> um, I believe that if the majority of people didn't vote mm -hmm. and the people in power, obviously they're the ones who are kind of controlling the mainstream media outlets, mm -hmm. right? They're going to put out what they want to put out. They're not going to be saying that 90% of Britain didn't vote. Yeah. Because... That will have people like him who have um, platforms start saying, well, this is legitimate. This means this and the next, right? They've been cooking the books for a long time anyway. Yeah. Right? And 
we have a, a history of people not to not vote, vote anyway, right? Now, the people in power, they have constituents who want them to remain in power. They will come out and they will vote. Mm. Their vote will be counted. Do you understand? I don't think that they'll, there's, is there even a precedent where dependent on how many people turn out to vote, it counts as a vote? No, but if you look at, if for example, if you look at unions, yeah, whenever unions are voting for a particular thing within a particular industry, they always tell you the amount of people that's voted and the percentage for each side. Mm -hmm. For a reason, you know what I'm saying? Because... What's the reason? It's to say, yo, this is the amount of people that's Only voted. Only to outline what mm. has happened. Not y to say... All right, now we haven't met the threshold. Mm -hmm. We need to basically start again. And that's the thing. I don't even think there is a threshold set. So when they're doing, when they have general elections and they have votes for that thing, they always make reference to voter turnout. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Whether it's up, whether it's down or whatever, and people will be campaigning. That's the whole point of them campaigning on going to people to try and get the turnout to be more because they want more votes or whatever. It doesn't, it doesn't mean anything if the turnout drops. Because mm. so, so the result's the result. The vote, to make you've got your chance to why vote. why people didn't turn out. Yeah. That becomes a discussion point. Yeah, because you've got your chance to vote. Whether you use it or not, that's on you. We don't care how many people use it, but we need to, we'll get an answer, a decision from the mm. people that voted. So obviously that moving forward, you can spin narratives and say, well, this wasn't the whole country because the voter turnout was low or whatever. But then I don't think that never changes the outcome. That's just that you would just use to speak to anybody who's not happy with the result. You don't need to vote next time, innit? Mm. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, 100%. But I feel like it'll be... Look, you had some people talking about, oh, we need to get um, a second chance at this Brexit thing, right? If... I think, anyway, again, I could be wrong, but I feel like if half the population made a, a concerted effort to be like, look, I am not voting, right? Half the population, I think it'll be easier... Um, it'll be easier for them to say, you know what? But not we, if the people... The second one. Not if the people that's in control got, got the result... That they want. That they, they want, want it. Yeah. yeah, I guess so. Mm. Yeah. Well, very interesting, man. So, okay. So, so do you what do you what do you think of her her point though? Do you feel like basically she's just wasting her vote? Do you think it would have been better if maybe she's up for voting for Green Party or or UKIP or something else? That's, but that's what I was gonna say though. <clears> like, what's everyone else's manifesto saying? Because I think sometimes people act as though like um, conservatives and Labour are the only. Mm -hmm. Two that they are, but if those two are messing up and someone else's manifesto makes sense, if everybody starts to vote for, let's just say Lib Dem, I don't know what their manifesto is currently saying, but let's just say Lib Dem, right? Mm -hmm. We might actually, they might actually be the ones to get in government because I personally think Labour and Conservatives, thank you for your services at this point. Let's try somebody else kind of thing. So mm -hmm. I think I think if everyone feels as though these two aren't cutting it and they decide to, and they look at everyone else's manifesto and vote for somebody else, those people might actually get enough votes to come in power but when you don't vote at all mm -hmm. it makes no difference like the, the only two that are usually the two are mm -hmm. going to come are going to win again yeah so but I think so mm -hmm. yeah no, so my no. thing is I feel, I feel like what people need to do is look at other people other parties manifestos because mm -hmm. it might actually they might get enough votes to actually give them a seat well um, first thing is just wanted to mention um I think Vaughn and somebody else said it in the chat, but also somebody messaged um, the Instagram saying, basically, when you spoil your ballot, it just means you're actually, you are actually are participating in the democratic process. Yeah. But you're just putting a cross for it. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So you're, it's, that's your position to be like, look, I'm not particularly doing like doing something, rather than just staying at home. So I feel like, if they, I feel like I that would probably make a, a, big, a, protest, a bigger difference. Yeah, I feel like that would be a form of process. Yeah. Because imagine if, like, for whatever reason, let's just say 
65% of the ballot papers have big X's on them. That says what it says. That's mm-hmm. that's huge. Yeah. As opposed to not voting and thinking that in itself, your silence does something. Mm-hmm. I feel what? like there needs to be some form of protest. And doing that to your ballot, pa- to your ballot paper is a form of protest. Mm-hmm. The same person, by the way, who's who sent this in also said, if enough people do this, as in spoil their ballots, right? Yeah. Someone else may look at the amount of people who spoil their ballots and ask what they want and then see an opportunity to step in and provide what those people want. That's what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? So I guess... I feel like that's a better pro- a form of protest mm-hmm. than being at home and saying nothing. Like, mm-hmm. the things that people protest, have physically gone out to protest mm-hmm. about, if everyone sat in the house and said, well, we're so angry about it, we're not going to do anything, we're not going to, we're not going to do anything about it, that wouldn't have brought about some changes. Mm. But if you actually go and protest, not necessarily marches, but you go to vote mm-hmm. and you spoil your ballot paper, that's a form of protest. Mm. So, okay, so what's more effective to you guys? Spoiling your ballot paper mm. or voting for, let's just say, Green Party or the Lib Dems even? Um, because the, the reality is, yeah, to kind of um, speak about what you mentioned before about the two yeah. parties... I think most people just have it in their head, like you said, it's either going to be blue or red, right? Because yeah. typically that's always ever been yeah, right, be for the longest while, right? But of course, if everyone had the mentality to vote elsewhere, yeah, then things will change. I think things will would really change because mm. a lot of people, are, even conservatives, are annoyed with the Conservative Party. Mm-hmm. Even people that have been Labour all their life are upset with the Labour Party. Mm-hmm. So surely someone else who's another party. You just can put your little heads together and make something happen. And mm-hmm. then you get all the votes of everyone that's upset with these two main parties. And it could actually bring about a different government. Mm-hmm. So I feel, I, personally don't, I personally feel like not voting is not what you think. It's not doing what you think it is doing. Yeah. yeah. People don't really change their, their, their base though. Remember that year when the Green Party did well? Clegg. Oh yeah, Nick Clegg. And then they had to form a coalition. Yeah, green. That, oh, was, green. that was Lib Dems. That was Lib, yeah, that was Lib, Lib Dems. Green Party's Lib never Lib done. Lib Dems. Mm. Clegg. Yeah. And also, UKIP as well, they did well. <laughs> they were winning seats from the Tories. That's the reason why we know about Farage to this day. Boy. You know what I'm saying? So. Yeah, they folded back into the Conservatives now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but still, they they, were, they still were able to to get votes. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And I guess historically, nobody would have taken them serious, but they did something, and they had the right person to to lead them, and they converted people. I think with the way that things are so bad in the country, the state of the country and stuff, I actually would be shy for anybody that thinks that not voting at all mm. is the way to go. Mm-hmm. Like, if people really want change and stuff, like, yeah, I get that like, the people who feel like they've got like a lifelong allegiance to labor or to conservatives or whatever but what have they done for like they haven't they haven't delivered but if you're not happy with none of the candidates and none of the parties why are you gonna vote for one for so i'm saying spoil your spoil the ballot paper okay because yeah. you know, if you if we spoil if, if it's spoiled yeah and there's enough number like that will be reported regardless mm-hmm. and that's something for all the parties to be like okay that's interesting because again if if the if say whoever wins say conservatives win again there's a percentage of people that spoiled their ballot paper and whatnot. It's going to put people, other people on to knowing what it is to spoil your ballot paper. I didn't know that until um, that guy asked, asked her about spoiling it. I didn't know what that was. Mm. So imagine if people go out now and spoil their ballot paper, the news has to report it. Now news about that spreads. People are not happy with conservatives on their new term or Labour on their new term. The next election is more spoiled um, ballot papers. Yeah, but that's still years. I think it's, I don't know if that's, 
if that's going to give any like, effective change or anything. It'll probably drive a conversation. No, but think about it. The opposite of that, though, is people, is people not liking any parties and not going out to vote. That definitely does nothing. Mm. That would definitely that would bring about even yeah spoiling ballot paper might take longer to bring something up, to bring a change but not voting at all and that just being it and just complaining whether you complain is one hundred percent has got a lesser chance of bringing about change than spoiling your ballot paper. Mm. Do you get what I mean? Yeah, I, know. I hear her though. She don't because if you don't like if you don't like none of, none of the people there, why why are you gonna give like yeah, yeah why are you gonna exactly. Why am I contributing to to yeah to this? Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm trying to say? And a lot of them rely on that, though. If you think about it, like a lot of them rely on people's um, what's the word? Not allegiance, but their loyalty to the fact that oh, I've always been Labour. My mm. family's always been Labour. Like a lot of parties, they know they're, they're doing shit all, but they rely on the fact that you know people are still going to vote because they just don't, some people just don't want to not vote, so they're going to end up just voting for them and stuff like that. Yeah, because that's Crazy, how you, if you like. I don't know. Maybe maybe it's separate from from the party, in it. Like, do you get what I'm trying to say? Like, whatever your core values are as an individual, you wouldn't see yourself as that. left or right, or I'm a conservative, or I'm a like I'm Labour. But the party might not be in a good place, or or actually like mm-hmm. representing you, if that makes sense. But that still doesn't kind of change who you are. That's why you might just not. I might not vote for this. This. Um, iteration of Labour I don't actually like it but I'm still if you had to ask me who I am within my core values I'm I'm Labour innit mm-hmm. but I just don't like what the party are doing at the moment they might not properly represent me so that's why I'm not going to vote but I'm, I don't think it means they're going to change well some people do change but it's gonna, it's hard it's, it's harder to get people to do that innit mm. 100% because if they're empowered that means just, you've basically said I'm happy with what you're doing when do you change your language in regards to you being caught something? Is it when they stop being that thing that you keep attributing to it? But they ain't been that labour that you like for time. The, but that's what I'm trying to say. When people, when you refer to it to yourself, because so you, you, you're like you, you'd say you're labour. So, but they haven't been that. But that's that's <clears> them. <throat> you know what I'm trying to say? So, and that's why it's poor representation of you. That's why you might not want to vote. But you haven't changed if that makes sense what your idea of what labor is is still intact in it so that's still you you're not going to change so you're still labor even though labor doesn't represent you properly at the moment do you get what i'm trying to say i might be chatting absolute bollocks right (laughs) but i believe that one point in time conservatives was labor and labor was conservatives in this country as in for their core values I might be trying crap. Anybody who knows politics, oh, I wish we had a uh, mayor this time to come in. <laughs> but I'm, I'm, let, me, let me do some Googlings. Did you say basically they were the opposite? Is that what you said? Yeah. That conservatives were for the people and Labour wasn't. I don't think that was the case. All right, cool. Let me just do some Googles. I might be trying crap. I might be trying crap. Let's see. But yes. I mean, okay. So, so at the moment, though, guys, yeah. Cause well, you know what? Sorry. Mm. Because you're perfect as What drove you to change? I haven't changed yet, you know. <laughs> I haven't changed yet. But I'm on the verge. I'm on the verge. Because the reality is, yeah. That's how you get caught in that question time. That was a good... That was a question. <laughs> <laughs> no, because like... Like she was saying, man. Like, Kissed. I don't think Kissed Armour represents me. Or people like me. I don't think he does. He never tried to. But I said, I just don't know what middle class is. You know, it's insane to yeah, me. But you said the same for Corbyn. I said what? 
The same thing you just said. No, I Cobb, Cobb not represent you. I, didn't, I never said he didn't represent me. I just said I don't agree with him. Two different things. <laughs> Two different things. Like, so did he you, represent you? And you didn't like him? No, because I don't think that a lot of his stuff was realistic. So my thing is, if you're gonna if you're gonna come out and say this is what I'm gonna do, you have to convince the people. Remember, manifesto is not just good, but based on what you're saying, you have to make the people believe you can actually bring it into fruition. Mm. And I don't think a lot of Corbyn's things were realistic. You said he was too weak. No, I said he's strong. I like Corbyn. I didn't like again. Like you said, I'm, like, he, he liked to pander to the, the whoop prog too much. Wait, did I say too much this? liberalism? He's too too socialist for me. Is that what you're talking about? Maybe. Yeah, I didn't say he's too weak. I like. I think Corbyn's a strong leader. This is why he wasn't tolerating the crap. This is why Starmer had to get him out of there. But I, I think he's too socialist for me. You know what I'm saying? That, that was my, my biggest Has critique. Has he wanted too many people to have an equal footing? <laughs> I wouldn't say that. But basically, how he was about, how he would have gone about doing it. So it would have been too much of um, taxation. It would have been too much. All these type of things that I don't, I don't think make a, an, an economy grow. That's basically what I'm trying to say. Taking too much from people. The so-called those you have, the rich, or whatever it may be. And I think it, it, it makes it harder for people you who are... rich in air quotes. You see what you're doing? <laughs> <laughs> because I, I, think, I think, yeah, it takes... Like, it's harder for people who are working class, who came from working class backgrounds, to then get out of that um, that cohort, basically. You used to said that he used to be too soft. Corbyn, I don't think Corbyn's soft. And he speaks soft as well, you said. He may speak soft, but I don't think, he's, I don't think no, Corbyn's soft. Oh, never mind. You thought he was the strongest, but you wanted him out because he's... Manifesto wasn't realistic enough. Yeah, yeah, I think he's too socialist. Remember, I'm, I'm not a, like a socialist person, innit? Not, yeah. not, in, not when it comes to Europeans, anyway. I'm an African socialist, that works for me, but not, not mm. European socialism. You know what I'm saying? I think he was far too left. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I think the nice... Obviously, we will talk about the good old, the so-called good old days with Blair and them people there, innit? But I think Blair had a much better balance, you know what I'm saying, um, for Labour. But anyway, that aside, um, do you... I mean... Guys, like, if you lot, for example, are traditional um, Labour voters and you're, you're seeing what Keir Starmer's doing, do you feel like you still feel okay with voting for him? Because obviously we've kind of established that Ava kind of maybe had the, didn't have the best um, approach to this, right? <clears throat> but at the same time, we're also saying that we don't, let's, well, some of you may be saying, I, I don't want to put words into your mouth, but like we're also kind of saying that Starmer doesn't represent you. He doesn't re represent the working class. He doesn't even know what the working class is. This is insane to me, right? Mm. He's obviously said certain things about the whole Israel defending itself and all this type of stuff against the ceasefire, all of this type of stuff, right? And like she was also saying, doesn't represent black people, doesn't represent the black community, doesn't represent the Muslim community. What is going on? Like, this, this is meant to be the party that represents us. So if we're not happy with his leadership, are we still going out to vote for him? Because that's what we're going to get. <clears throat> I wouldn't vote for Keir Starmer. You wouldn't? Mm-mm. Next year, it's coming. No. Okay, interesting. I probably, I'm probably, um, I'm probably more on what Ava's on. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I don't like. Yeah, I don't like what he's doing. You get me? And obviously, I know he wants to um, get votes and that, and he knows that the conservatives ain't happy. So there's probably a lot of conservative votes that he could, that he could still. So, but I don't think he's just appealing to to the conservatives because that's his tactics. I think it's because he's more like um, 
leaning to that side anyway. It's like what you're mm. saying, people call him Tory light. You know what I'm trying to say? Like he probably mm-hmm. agrees with a lot of the stuff that, that the Tories do, probably just would think to a way to make it more palatable for for others. You get what I'm trying to say? So yeah, I don't really like care. Mm. I'll be honest with you. I don't know. Good morning, um, caller. No, no, no. You have to call back. It's now been activated. Cool. Thank you. See, so yes. Obviously, we wait for what the, um, that caller was saying. Remind me again. Yes. You're going to wait, okay. After Ramadan. Morning, morning. Morning. Morning, morning. It's going to be You're right. Yes, Ramadan. Yeah, yeah, you look good? Yeah, mm-hmm. thank you. All right. Yeah, you don't know how I feel about this, innit? I'm green all day. Okay. Green party. I completely... I, I, yeah, green party. So you just enjoy <laughs> wasting your votes. So, so <laughs> yeah, Ramsey, we don't love things so you like you do not know that. Huh? You think, you think, you think that's a wasted vote? Ain't gonna, ain't gonna make no... Di- your vote for that green party ain't gonna make no difference. So you if s- there's increasing numbers every year and people are seeing that, sooner or later it will make a difference. Every little bit helps, bruv. Hmm. I think the Green Party needs to do a better job of campaigning. Be more present. And be more present. And people like you probably need to get on board and do more campaigning and stuff as well. Just so your your votes waited, if that makes sense. Because if you're just doing it inside like I'd I get you're saying probably like increasing numbers every year, but I don't know when it's gonna when it's gonna scratch the surface though. Yeah, but I feel like it's just a waste of my that. vote. If I'm if I'm actually gonna vote, I'd wanna vote in I would want my vote to feel like it's gonna make a difference, a difference and make an and to play a part in in the decision that's going on. So just giving it to, to a party like that is is just as good as not voting, in my opinion. Not well, not just as good because obviously every little helps. I hear where you're coming from, but if it's not gonna make a difference, then your vote don't. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Yeah, yeah, I get what you're saying. Um, but I also feel like it would be it's ignorant of us to not act like the. The Murdochs and everyone in, in the media have direct links with the current parties at play, so Labour and Conservatives. So Green Party don't have nothing like that. They don't have really have independent funding. They don't really have funding from different media outlets. So I feel like that plays a huge part already. But you're right. I, I feel like there needs to be a lot more of a presence. I mean, the only one that I see a lot is Caroline. Is Caroline Lucas, who's the Brighton MP. She's been she's been screaming about Palestine for years. And all these and um, the green, what's it called? What's that? What that, what that shit called? Basically, like the environmental impact that everything's been having, and she's been ahead of that for years. But the main reason I'm voting Green Party, and this, I'm, in all honesty, it's the first time I am voting Green Party, is because of K Stanmore. Yeah. Who's the leader of the Green Party? I have no fucking idea. What? <laughs> I have no idea. And you voted? I have no idea. And he checked that out. Yeah, because I'm not voting for fucking Keir, and I'm not spoiling my vote, and I'm not not voting. Yeah. I feel like this one people need to do though. I feel like people need to look into other people's manifestos and actually look, do some research into other parties, and you actually might find other parties to vote for. Yeah, I've, I've always liked the Green Party, but but I've so always been the mindset put your vote somewhere where you could potentially make someone prime minister, and you couldn't pick them out of a police lineup. Is yeah, when I do my research, I'll be able to. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna do my research. When I do my research, but, but I'm like I said, I'm not out of anywhere. 
I'm, I'm not voting for Kit. I don't. What's your What's your talent then, Mugs? What's your uh, what, what are you trying to get? At? Like, what, what's what, what would you be your your um alternative choice? Oh yeah, just don't vote. Oh no, see, I think that's I don't think that's right. Then I think that's where you and I butt heads. Yeah, I just because I, I feel like if you don't if you don't vote one, I feel like it's it's all right, and and uh, women have fought for it, people of color have fought for it all these years. For us to just come in and be like, oh, I'm not gonna vote. I don't know. I feel like one, that's that's kind of like a slap in the face. And two, the that only just like you said in regards to what I'm doing, the green isn't gonna get into part, it isn't gonna get into power because not enough people are voting for it. But and this, it's somewhat you could argue that it helps conservatives. But what you're doing definitely is helping the conservatives. Yeah, but just because, oh fuck, I was gonna make a point. And how can I lose it like that? That's mad. Yes. Last <laughs> <laughs> remembering. All right. So obviously, I said that nonsense statement. <laughs> so um let me revise what i've said right mm. and um i think when winston churchill was in charge he was the one who implemented the nhs to have um free health care mm. for all the working class people and um that was their attempt to introduce policies that helped the working class uh, at no point in time was labor supposed to be um what i suggested that they could have been that's absolute bollocks <laughs> Um, but obviously now they've decided to just, um, the conservatives have decided, like, F all of the working class, let's just focus on the industrial complexes and all of the, the wealthy. Mm. And, um, obviously as, as of late, even trying to privatize the NHS. Mm. So, yeah, please don't listen to anything I said previously. <laughs> now that I caveated that by saying I might be chatting absolute crap. <laughs> 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 I just right, think sorry. the country is a good leadership all over the place. And these other parties, they still need strong leaders. I feel like if there was, obviously, like, your policies and your manifesto is important. I feel like if there was a strong character to come forward, say, out of Vano, Lib Dems, mm. and, he was, and he or she was a strong leader that could put out um, good policies mm-hmm. that were attainable, achievable, and you thought that this person could actually lead us to them, they would pick up... Lots of votes. I'd rather give them a vote. I'm not yeah. just voting, like, I'm not just voting for these people because I don't like these other people. Like, it's like, where's my votes mm-hmm. going? Like, who's the leader of this party? Who was going to potentially be prime minister? And what are they actually going to do with it? And if I'm not happy with none of them, mm-hmm. yeah, who the hell, why am I voting for anybody yeah. for? Yeah. Because you want to get the current powers that are there out. Because if, if most of the people now, well, the structure of voting in the UK is, is fucked up anyway because it's it's not done by the number of population off the top of my head. It's done by each um, city or whatever yeah. or constituent. Mm-hmm. So that's dumb. So usually when you when you go to London, we're a lot more social. We're, we're a lot more socialist than the others. Um, obviously, because we live in a melting pot of different cultures. But when you got other uh, constituents, such as in North. And they all vote for conservatives. I feel like you're just helping them. Like I just, it's just a, pretty much the same point I said before, isn't it? Until it gets better, yeah. And it's gonna get worse before it gets better anyway. But I, I, I believe what she's saying, man. We're resilient as a people, man. I could take it. Like I wouldn't want it. Like, and I think they need to go. But I could probably put up with with with, with, with more of the nonsense until 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 it gets fixed. Because until it's gonna get better, what's the difference anyway? Like it's gonna. Mm-hmm. Like I want it to get better, innit? it? You know what I'm trying to say? So. 
And you know, you'll but, get, you get. But you're wanting, you're wanting it to get better without doing nothing, though. Because you're nobody else nothing. is going to. They're not going to make I it better. So I'm interested in why you don't like K. Because you're saying he's too much like Tories, but you want the Tories to remain in power. I don't understand. That's a good question. And you say he's Tory light. So you're suggesting he is less of what you don't like vehemently. Mugs don't like people that beg it. You know what it is? I get where you're coming from, but... And you know, I think what it is is also, you, you know what you're getting with Tories, and they've been there for what, 13 years. You don't really know what you're getting with them. This with, is why with, he with should Starmer. be voting, because he doesn't like what he's been getting. Yeah, but you don't know what you're going to get with Starmer. I think that's what the argument is. But this is the good thing, right? Not, not necessarily. Not necessarily. <laughs> not necessarily. Wait a minute. I, I, I don't understand. You just said he's Tory light. Yeah. So you have an idea as to what you might be getting. Not necessarily, because once he's in power, he might drop the light. And then go back to Tory full? He might, because he could but do... But my he... friend, you're fine with... Tory full, so I'm not it's, it's fine. a win-win for you. I'm not fine with it. That's not, I'm not fine with it. I'm not understanding. You know what I can't see Tory light as? As somebody who... So, so obviously, t- typically, the Tories or whatever would have less taxation, right? The conservative view, anyway, than those on the left, right? So he could try and do what the Tories are doing, but with more taxation. So we could be in the same situation now, but with less in our pockets. So wait, you were saying that... You are going to believe the things that he is not saying. Hmm? He hasn't come out to say that that's what he's <laughs> going to do. You just said that this is what could happen. And th- you've convinced yourself that this is what could happen. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm answering, I'm answering the question about what you said about Tory I asked Lights. Marks a question. You're answering that question? Yeah, about the Tory I want Lights. Marks to answer the question. And then I'll get to you afterwards. Yeah, but obviously he said, he said what he said. No, no. no I don't want you to piggyback. I don't think you're all on the same um, wavelength. I don't think anyone's on my, my wavelength. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I've asked Marx the question. I can get back to you just all now. All right, cool, all right, cool. Go ahead. <laughs> why do you not like um, Kirstama? Well, I don't like... Because I just don't like this iteration of the Labour Party and he's the leader. You get what I'm trying to say? Like, I just feel like... Th- I just feel like they're conservatives, you get me, in, in, in red clothes. You get me? So I don't want to... So it will be more of the same? Yeah. Yeah. He does have an answer. I don't think... It's, it's a difficult one for him to answer. Wait, wait, Ramsey, please, 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 wait, wait, wait. Ramsey, please, don't, don't interrupt just yet. Please, 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 please. please. Uh, why do you say uh, that it's more of the same? Why do, you, why do you... Why are you saying that this Labour is looking like Conservatives? Are you talking about how, where their stance on the Palestine stuff? A, lo- a lot of it. Like, we just said co- that before the Palestine no, stuff. No, but care, maybe, I don't even know if the whole party, and I haven't even gone into literally all their policies to see exactly what they're doing, but care does seem like a conservative. Why are you saying that? that just the way I've seen him talk, just like, he seems like a conservative. Is it because of his position on the Palestine um, is, uh, issue? Lots of lots of it to do. With what that. were you saying before the Palestine issue? Because you know why is that he's. I've never liked. I've, I've never liked. You him. know why he's saying what he's saying with the Palestine issue? Yeah, but I've, I've never liked him, and I've always said I'm on. Um, why don't you? Why didn't you like him? He doesn't. I'm on a um, popularity politics thing. You get me? Like, um, like he doesn't strike me as like a good leader. I wouldn't want him to to be the prime minister anyway. Because I wouldn't not... want none of them to be. None. Of, I I don't I ain't like none of these people that are. 
in place for leadership. I don't like none of them. Are you fine with the, the, the carousel that's happening over in, in the Conservative Party? Because they've run through a whole set of leaders. And did you like any of them? No. And yet, you want that to continue? Jumping out of the frying pan into the fire, just going from bad to worse. I get what you're saying, but there's no that doesn't that's, that changing doesn't is not filling me with no hope of anything anything better. I like think I get, like we I need get to what you're saying. This, we need to revisit this when it is that they all set out their manifesto. Mm-hmm. Because yeah, 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 you're yeah. saying what you're saying only because you've heard him bumble bollocks in front <laughs> of the the the, the, world. the the world, or you flipping lived through Boris Johnson, that's and true. then that stupid woman, and then that stupid man. No, I hear where coming from. I don't know. Starmer. <laughs> yeah, we'll revisit this properly when yeah, it is that. To. Because there's yeah. no way I'm allowing y'all to be saying this nonsense come when it is we are comparing um, manifestos and policies and whatnot. Impossible. No, but obviously, like you said before, isn't it? Like when, when, when it's time for that election and everyone's got the manifestos out, we're all going to represent a party and we're all going to make sure that so people what, are informed. What have you seen him say that's made you so pro Stammer? I'm not pro Stammer. I am anti-conservatives. So, so basically, are you are you for any party being in there, or do you want Labour to be in there? I would prefer Labour to be in there than Conservatives. Okay. And you feel like the Labour that's under Keir Starmer will do a better job? I believe that plenty parties will do a better job. So I'm not even suggesting that if another party is providing this, that, and the next. Because remember, I was even looking at Lib Dems back in the day. I'm thinking, ooh. Is that what they're doing for students? Mm. This is very progressive. I might even have to basically go and vote for Lib Dem. That's this what I was thinking. Do you understand? Mm. So I'm not wedded to any bloody party. It's only because we're doing this whole blue and um, and red right now is why I'm saying what I'm saying. Yeah. I am definitely looking to get out conservatives. That's what I know for a fact. They've had, in, had, had that long enough and they've had leaders in power that we didn't even flipping vote for. That I can't stand for. <laughs> Impossible. And that. where is it you guys are maligning Keir Stammer? You all malign every single um, leader that comes there. I don't like the fact that he ousted Jeremy Corbyn. No. But remember, you didn't like Jeremy Corbyn. No, but I didn't like what he did to Corbyn. Remember, I didn't like... I, I, I liked Corbyn. I didn't like what Corbyn was saying because I didn't believe it was realistic. Nah, you know what I'm saying? I can't let you say you liked Corbyn. I cannot let you say you liked Corbyn. Hopefully, you hopefully, hopefully, if somebody has the time and they can go through what we said on TDA, they can, they'll find it. No, Remember, they're never going to find that you say you like Corbyn. Listen, I've said Yo, you before. Lot, I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm hugging up the phone line, so let me leave you. Lot. <laughs> I, was um, but, I was like, I didn't think but, he But uh, Emmanuel, yeah. Emmanuel, you're, you're, you're wrong. All right, cool. See you later. Yeah? <laughs> 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 Ramsey. Yeah. No, no, I've, I've said before. Remember, I've said here, I like the fact that Corbyn was stubborn. That's what I've said. Because I feel like it's necessary when you're a leader. I don't like his economic policies because I don't think they're realistic. I think he's too socialist. You know I'm saying the same thing over and over again. You know what we need for 2024? We need, a, we need a minutes taker. Yes. Because we record every day. <laughs> People just be writing history <laughs> in real time. I'm not saying you are. I'm just yeah, saying yeah, yeah. like, it's so easy for us to forget things. Yes. We need someone to start I don't mind minutes. him saying, to, 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 um, having that statement attached to him, doesn't he? He does it all the time. No, but you remember also, <laughs> you remember also how, what I was saying, especially um, about the Labour files as well, what they did to Corbyn, how much I didn't like that as well. Do you think he would have been a good um, prime minister? No, something come so, back in, to me. In some ways, but I don't, I, I don't think I don't think economically it, it would have worked, man. No, I'm, I'm I, against I the high taxation. Remember you saying he didn't think he was going to be a good leader? Yeah, because so I about him being weak. Yes, he did. Corbyn weak. He's not yes, weak. Yes, you did. Hundred percent, he said what? that. I've had a flashback, Larry Vimbaxter. I just took me back. 
I have never said Corbin's weak. Yes, you have. Nah, because it's, yeah. You don't need to find it, man. You don't need to find you it. You can't find it. Fuck it. No, but you can't, you can't, you can't just need to find it to know that this guy was stuff, saying though, man. Because it, I don't need to find it. You can't just say stuff. Man was riding Cor- Boris Johnson's Corbin, when Corbin was a leader, Excuse yeah. Me? When Corbin was a leader, yeah. This guy was 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 like able to parry all the shots from within his party. He wasn't taking nonsense. That's what I liked about Corbin. You know what I'm saying? I didn't like the high inheritance tax. I didn't like that he blamed everything on the rich. I didn't like all of those economic policies. I didn't like that he started doing grime. I see him doing grime. I said, <laughs> I said, oh no. I said, no, 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 no. Not Too far. In, not in my England. No, no, no. <laughs> I said, not in my England, you know. <laughs> This here land. Yeah, I'm looking forward to the the running. I'm actually really excited about us proper dis- discussing this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For this time, we'll be doing it proper. It's going to be a good time. I'll get some people to come on and um, yeah, we need to get some MPs. Party, even their party members and whatnot. From all the parties and stuff to come up. Mm-hmm. I don't know what you people are talking about, man. You, you lot are obviously not day ones. Anyway. <laughs> the, the day one is of day ones you don't need to find me it. and Brent have said what we said and you're saying they're not day one nah because people are just trying crap people just want want to agree disagree with me you know what I'm saying don't worry you're going to get your chance to um, disagree with me but you know just make sure it's backed by facts man but anyway I think that's it man <laughs> that's a good idea that's a good idea let's get to our next headlines All right, so our next headline, a new report has come out, man, accusing Russia of laundering around $2.5 billion from what it calls African blood gold since the start of the war in Ukraine. Can you imagine? The blood gold report accuses mercenaries from the Wagner Group of generating more than $100 million a month in revenue from the Kremlin, sorry, for the Kremlin through the illegal gold trade in the Central African Republic, Sudan and Mali. The report was compiled by a research team led by African-European relations expert Jessica Berlin. It says the military junta in Mali, which relies on mining companies for most of its revenue, pays Wagner mercenaries in cash. In the CAR, Central African Republic, and um, Sudan, the Kremlin relies on complex smuggling routes to extract large amounts of gold from Russia to, from Africa to Russia and the UAE, where it can be mixed with legitimate sources of gold and then converted into cash. This is what it says in the report. Russia has not commented on the allegations. Next headline, and um, one of the British Army's first Rastafarian members of the Guards has spoken out. You love him. Has <laughs> spoken out after he won a claim of race discrimination and harassment against the Ministry of Defence. The army, the army first victimised and then gaslit Dwight Pyle Gray um, when he when he complained about racial bias after a row in, in the guard room. Pyle Gray um had been a soldier in the army for 16 years when a white member of the guards refused to let him back into the wellington barracks in central london because he did not believe he was a soldier when Paul gray challenged the soldier he was accused of playing the race card Paul gray then went to see an officer to complain about what had happened instead Paul gray was told that he would be the one facing disciplinary disciplinary action eventually he was given a formal charge of insubordination Paul gray said he believed his case showed it was considered uh, worse to accuse someone of being racist in the army than it was to actually be racist. He said that there were all, always questions about his appearance from other guards, like, why are you allowed to wear your hair like that? Aren't you supposed to be a pacifist? Don't you smoke drugs? Them stupid type questions, right? He said um, soldiers use racially offensive words while in his presence, including the N-word. Paul Gray said such ignorance did not stop him enjoying his job 
or rising in the ranks. He became a lance sergeant. Paul Gray was made, pardon me, made a service complaint, um, which was rejected. It was only um, then that he took his case to the employment tribunal that found in favor um, of his claims of direct race discrimination, racial harassment and victimization in October. And the last headline, this is a bit of a, sorry, trigger warning first. This is a bit of a mad one. And the NCA, the National Crime Agency, has revealed that eight out of 10 people in the UK caught with images of children being sexually abused avoid going to jail. Eight out of 10. These people are insane. Graham Bigger, who's the director general of the NCA, said that some had been caught with thousands of images. That's crazy. But avoided imprisonment. And others had been given rehabilitation orders and suspended sentences. And then, of course, went out to reoffend. In a, in a media briefing, the NCA called for tougher sentences of imprisonment. He also said a decision by Meta, which runs Facebook and Instagram, um, to, in, to introduce end-to-end -end encryption meant thousands of referrals received from the company about people who may pose a threat to children could be lost. Bigger said that it was striking that so many people convicted of having um, child abuse images were judged by the courts not to be, not to merit an immediate prison sentence. He also said that one thing that does that does disappoint me about sentencing at the moment is that eighty percent of convictions for viewing indecent images of children do not result in a custodial sentence. That balance just does not feel right. Asked when the, asked what the benefit would be of of more um, people like this being imprisoned, Bigger said to take them off the streets. I stopped their offending. And that's it for the headlines. Time to pay the bills. All right, let's get in some word and road. Let me just read out the... Sorry, Esther. Let me just okay. read out the results of the poll. Oh, yeah. Uh, to vote or not to vote, that is the question. Was Ava Vidal right? 52% say consider other parties. 16% say we have to vote no matter what. 16% say spoil ballot paper as a protest. Wow. And 30% say withhold your vote no viable option. Ooh. Me for that. All right. All right, people. First thing on the list today, I'm talking about Jonathan Majors. So basically, right, obviously he's still in, well, not obviously, but he's still in court for his trial with his ex-girlfriend, uh, what was her name again? Jabari, Grace, is it Grace Jabari or something like that? Mm -hmm. Yes, that's it, Grace Jabari. So basically, essentially, what he's in court for was over assault um, that allegedly happened on the 25th of March, where basically um, they were together, they were in a cab, they were arguing, someone came out of the cab or not. This, it, it's honestly, right, reading court documents <laughs> really <laughs> just tell you some shit. It's, it's a whole mess. So basically, she's claiming that he assaulted her and whatnot. Um, but then the videos and stuff is showing kind of different to what both people are saying in their stories. Um, there's a cab driver, obviously, and passers-by who saw them arguing or that kind of stuff. But essentially, what really happened on the day was that they went... Um, they were together and whatnot. Oh, they shouldn't have... Sorry, what are we doing here? Got him a Christmas present. You couldn't tell him after this, after my segment, and you interrupt yeah, my segment. Sorry, I, I I didn't want to. Was us? You didn't want to what? I just <laughs> yeah. You didn't want to what? Interrupt your segment. Well, you did. How? Okay. Anyways, so basically, what happened on the day, right, was that um, there was some kind of argument, blah blah, blah whatever, whatever, and then um, what was it? What was it? What was it? 
she ended up in a club at some point, but she's claiming that she had a broken, like he broke a finger, she had a broken finger, something like that anyway at the club and whatnot. It's just a whole mess. But he ends up finding her, quote unquote, unconscious in his apartment. And then he calls, obviously, paramedics and whatnot, and blah, 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 blah. Anyways, the judge has basically said that the audio recordings and the video footage that's been evidence can be released to the public. And that's what people have been reacting to in the past. And also text messages. So basically, yeah, I feel like, personally, I feel like he, should, he needs to fire his team. He has not got, got a good legal rep. I feel like they're the ones as well who set up that whole fake fight thing when he was stopping these two white guys from fighting. One of the biggest things about his text messages... No, not texting, it was audio, was where he basically said to his girlfriend, this white woman, yeah, that he wants her to be his Michelle Obama and be, um, what is um, Luther, Martin Luther's wife, Coretta? Mm, yeah. Be like her. He's basically saying to them, yeah. He said, why can't you be, this is who, you, that this essentially this is who he needs to be like, basically. Um, and then in the text messages, this is why I feel like his legal team are not really helping him. So there was a separate incident that happened in September of 2022. And for some reason, his team managed to get that brought up in court, which doesn't help. And essentially, in that, in the text and stuff, he's saying, she's saying, she's hurt her head, right? And from the way the message is going, it appears that it could be because of him, something that he did to her. And he's essentially saying she shouldn't go to the hospital because her going to the hospital is going to lead to consequences that's going to affect him. So basically begging her, not to go to the hospital for the head injury that he allegedly caused her, essentially. Mm. Um, and then he says, he says stuff like, you know, I feel like you don't understand like the gravity of this, what's gonna cause, blah, blah. And then also, so trigger warning, trigger warning on suicide, to help his case and get her to feel bad to not go to the hospital, this man's out here talking about he's gonna kill himself. I've never met one man in a relationship that's talking about he's going to kill himself because you're going to leave him, that's actually gone ahead with it. No. <laughs> I've had that done to me a couple of times. And guess what? The man is still here. I don't know how that comes out of men's mouth. You know? <laughs> Listen. <laughs> it's their go-to. It's their go-to. Because now she's sending him messages talking about, oh, you've got a daughter. And how's your mom going to feel? And how's this going to feel? All that bullshit for a guy that's probably sitting in his house having some little rum whilst manipulating your manipulating you any guy that tells you any guy yeah, that tells you he wants to kill himself because you caught him on some doing some shit or you said you're going to leave him or you called him out on some bullshit Men's mental health is real. don't also, fuck that also, fuck put a gun back on me fuck that they never ever go ahead and also if they do it that's got nothing to do with you you cannot use suicide as a form of manipulation it doesn't I said what I said I don't know why everyone's stunned I've said what I've said <laughs> using suicide to manipulate people to keep on, to, to stay with your bullshit is foolishness. You can't do that. You 100%. can't be abusing somebody and then telling them, if you go to police or if you leave me, I'm going to kill myself. Excuse 100%, 100%. me? Nah, you gotta let them Who's kill, the victim here? You gotta let them kill themselves, you know? Bro! <laughs> do, whatever, do what you feel is right. Let, have the day you deserve. 100%, 100%. What's so, the video? I'm gonna say that. What's the video? I think Which it one? It looked like it was in New York. I don't know why. Is the one where are chasing each other? No, no it's not of... This case. Oh, okay. What video? Um, I, I don't know where it was, but it's in, it's in America. Yeah. It looked familiar. I don't know why I say it was New York, but whatever. So uh, maybe in the caption it said New York. So the girl broke up with a guy and yeah. then hugged him, right? She hugged him? 
She hugged him. Yeah. And then she got into the elevator. Mm-hmm. And the elevator closed. And then he just stood there and he took out a gun. He just shot him in, himself in the head. Oh, wow. That's sad, yeah, there was sad music playing in the background as well. <laughs> oh, yeah. And that was a video? Yeah, yeah. That was released on the internet? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a shame. I, think, I know I, men who's killed themselves sick of Cal. I don't know if it was an old... Huh? You said you know. Yeah. I don't know if it was... <laughs> I don't know if it was an ultimatum thing, but... Nah, man. I, I know think it's so dangerous, killed himself and it's not a nice thing man. Man. Stuck with his babe mums and that. Huh? Montague's and the couplets. From me and Juliet. That could each other. I'm saying because you're not wrong. I hear where you're coming from. You can't use that as manipulation tactics. It's not right here. Yeah. But these I'm things. Not no, but these things to be happening. Men, men, are, men are crazy. Men, men's mental health is yeah. mad. Men you be know, doing men's this. Men's mental health is real. But again, if you're using your mental health to manipulate somebody that wants to leave you because of how it is that you've been treating them, respectfully or even disrespectfully, however you want to take it, I don't care. But your mental health is not my priority right now. Mine is. Yeah, no. Mine is. Did you listen to the the audio recording? I him. sure did. What, did. what what did you get from that? So which one? All right, the one where he I've is got the saying here. you did didn't you didn't uphold the level of responsibility to uh, keep the peace when okay. he came home drunk, right? I've got, wait, I've got the transcript. And then he said, "I'm transcript. great." Let me read the transcript. I'm doing stuff for my culture and for the world, and you're supposed to be playing a role, a role like what Obama, Obama's wife played, mm-hmm. and a role like what. Dr. King's wife played. That's the role you're supposed to be playing, and you're doing it. That's what he said to her. Yeah, let me read the basically. Transcript. Wait a minute. So let me you drop the ball. You drop the ball. Basically, it's crazy how he was talking to her. Like that. But I'm just people thinking. People will have context just when I read it. Just imagine what they talk about so over the, ta- the, the dinner table, Can the I breakfast read it? So table. Context. Conversation must be wild. Yeah. But again, he's just thespian in it, so maybe they talk like that. Okay. So basically, right? Let me read what he says. So people have context. Sorry. And I play the audio. Do you it's have the audio? different that way, no? Yeah, I'll pull it up. Why do you say that? Uh, no, I'll pull it up. Oh. But I think it's better. Because when yeah, you I read think... it, you'll be reading yeah, it in your sweet then voice. You're... Yeah, so people know what you're reacting to. Yeah, you're reading it in your sweet voice, man. <laughs> I was going to put my Jennifer Majors you on. Jennifer Majors on. <laughs> First of all, so basically, one of the seats, um, Brent gets that, the video surveillance shows when the paramedics go into the house because she's unconscious, right? I'll be real with you, yeah. I feel like their relationship is does have some abuse in it. Because even in the audio, he talks about his having a temper and blah, blah. But I feel like what they're currently in court, in court for, I don't think what the, the incident that they're in court, for, in court for is what he's being, he's going to be done for, if that makes sense. Because there's discovery from like, again, the text message and whatnot was from September. And then also because of how he is, how he's been in the relationship, all of that stuff is coming up. But then, so, but then the incident of the 25th of March, the evidence is not really showing abuse. Because yeah, basically... But, but you, can only tr- you can only charge him for the, for the, for but, the incident, though, isn't But it? that's what's crazy, though. His lawyers are the ones who had the messages where he's basically kind of admitted abuse entered into the, into the trial. That's why I think he needs to fire them, people. Yeah, I'm not saying it's comparable, right? But let's just say uh, Kelly got caught doing something to a, an adult woman, right? Mm-hmm. And the prosecutor, prosecutors knew everything about all the other ones with the underage that are next. Mm-hmm. And they're now looking to release all that other stuff to show like um, a pattern of behavior in order for now the public to judge him harshly 
even though they may not be able to prove that he is this particular case that it's it's in court, mm. he's guilty of that particular case. So it's just ruin his character, basically. Basically, yeah. No, but it should ruin his character though, because again, what the evidence is showing is that there was abusive relationship. So you're not getting done for March the twenty fifth, but there has been abuse in this relationship. Yeah, but, but his character is on so trial right now. Speaks, so yeah, so his character, but his character that's on trial still speaks to abuse. So you're just getting the day you deserve, really. But, uh, you, so you agree with me? His character's ruined. But his character was ruined. When you say his character is ruined, explain what you mean by his character is ruined. By everything that's come out. Okay. It, he may not be found guilty for this particular thing that. Um, okay, okay, I hear you. He's, in trial, he's on, on trial but for. Because everything that's come out, his career and stuff will still be. Okay, yeah. We'll Even the things. audio clip, I'm hearing him say, look, look, I might be a wild man. <laughs> I might have problems, right? Yeah, man. It's but I'm a great man! I might I have a temper, but I'm a great man. Let me hear this. To be fair, though, he's, um, <laughs> he's what's it called? When they did the video <laughs> surveillance here, that man stands on business. He's just got boots. Not one trainer boots and boots and boots and boots on every level. People were like, this is real. <laughs> so I was like, this guy just got slave, slave boots. <laughs> it's like shells and boots. <laughs> here's, here's the audio. Yeah, here's the audio. This is period. Do you understand that? Yeah. Do you could be doing right now? Period. This is actually period. Do you understand that? Yeah. Do you really go baby? Do you really? Yes. Then how dare you come home drunk and disturb the peace of our house when we have a plan? <laughs> I would so like sorry. to get to, I would like to get to the point where your friends know what job I'm on. And go, I think Grace is gonna be out of commission. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I won't. I, like, I'm, I, no, no, do you understand that? Because cause that team, that unit, right, Grace has to be in a certain mindset to support Coretta Scott King. You know who that is? That's Martin Luther King's wife. Michelle Obama, Barack Obama's wife. I know, I'm not, I, I, I shouldn't have gone out. I'm no, no, sorry. Let me, just, let me just lay it out for you, right? <laughs> If I am, I'm just gonna say this. My temper, my shit, my travel, blah, blah, all that, my all sense, that blah, 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 blah. Right, and I'm not saying. <laughs> blah, 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 blah. Let's not focus on that. Is he telling, is, <laughs> is he telling her to be a strong black woman? Yes! <laughs> he sent a white girl. I need you to be a strong black bro. Woman. <laughs> he sent he sent a white girl that got white girl wasted, be a strong black woman. <laughs> the joke is right in itself. She got white girl wasted. She's a white British girl. <laughs> white British, and you're mad at her for getting drunk. And you're saying you need to be more like Michelle Obama. Coretta. Coretta King. That's what you need to be. He's a joker, man. Shit, my travel blah, all that, all that said. My shit, my travel blah, all that, all that said. Right? And I'm not saying, I'm a great man. A great <laughs> man. I am doing great things. Not just for me, but for my for my culture and for the world. That is actually the position I'm in. That's real. I'm not being a dick about it. I didn't ask for it. I've worked and that's the situation. The woman that supports me, that I support, that we're that, 
needs to be a great woman and make sacrifices the way that man is making for her and for them, ultimately. Last night, two nights ago, you did not do that. You did not do that. I'm sorry. Which, which took away from the plan. And the plan is everything. <clears throat> if it was just you in the house drunk, maybe I could have swallowed it. Or, or, or I would have felt bold enough like, oh, hey, let's just go to bed. Which I said, I said I'm just going to go to bed. I'm not, I'm not hungry, blah, 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 blah. Because Grace isn't here. Why? She was drunk. Why else? She was clogged by whatever was going on. You know what I mean? Fine. I can take that. I, I, fine. He just turned it to get on cold. Yeah, I don't think that, that audio, <laughs> nah. that audio ain't bad. He's saying you can't meet a girl, yeah. You can't meet a woman who likes to drink, who is the way that she is, and then spend your relationship trying to mold her into something that she's not. You're trying to mold. Wait a minute, hold your breath. You're trying to mold a white woman into a black woman. <laughs> that is manipulation. And the only, the craziest thing so, I heard about in that in in that um in that voice is correct in No, I think I can understand where you're coming from, right? Where you see it. I don't think that there's anything, there's anything wrong with that. Because if you flipped it around and a woman who's aspiring to be um a great such and such and such sits down with her husband and says, Look, this is what I'm running for. Uh, we need to get a house in order when in public. That it makes sense, hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. Now, what I'm factoring in is the the court documents that were read out before this particular thing, like a few days ago. Oh, okay, I, I don't. Yeah, when it is that um uh, the fact that he's he, he's actually been physically abusive towards her, and he was saying no, don't go to hospital because um they're gonna be asking questions and the thing that I put you there, something like that. Is that actually true though? That it was I just reported on it. No, no, I mean that he actually. He said that. Like, I told you that there's a t- text messages. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. Was they, they read it on discovery. Court. Wow. But that's what I'm. Do you guys think I'm sitting here speculating? That's what I'm. No, I'm giving you facts. No, I, I just thought it was. No, um, you, it's because you don't know. It's, it's fine. It's fine. Mm-hmm. But yes, it's true. I'm only facting that in. So when he's doing the whole, I am blah 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 blah. He's passing by all of the. I am mm. abusive. Mm-hmm. I I hit you before. I know, but I'm a great man. You understand? Don't focus on that minor stuff. I'm a great man. So I understand what you're saying, Max, because that's a that's a healthy conversation if it is that both of you all agreed. Mm-hmm. When it is we're looking to run for this, that, and the next, it's important that everybody in this house is on the same particular wavelength. I understand that. Look, I'm not even seeing colour here. I'm not even seeing that she's a white girl. And it's got nothing to do with, at, at this point, it's got nothing to do with race, isn't it? He's telling her, like, like, listen, this I'm outside, it. I'm doing serious things, this I'm in the it. public. Yeah. Like, you got a pattern up, yeah, you're yeah, attached to me. That's why I you said, got a pattern out, up. Out, out of context, 100% I hear what you're saying. But I'm factoring in <laughs> the stuff before. <laughs> and that stuff he just breezed over. <laughs> That's what but I said, yeah, is. I'm crazy. Yeah, I'm wild. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, rough to the bit. Come on. <laughs> so then what, what's, what's really the debate, though? If we know that he's a I mean, the abuser. main thing is uh, she accused him of a particular thing on this particular night. And okay. the footage he... looks like he was trying to run away from her. Yeah, yeah, Like, not yeah, trying yeah. to. He was... Pew! Mm. And she was chasing him for time. So obviously a lot of people are getting on to that. Let's just focus on what it is that he was um accused of. Let's mm. focus on that. Don't bring in a, any other things. And that's why Esther's saying mm. uh, they're, they're people are stupid because they're letting this in. I mean, that's what happens in court though, isn't it? Like they focus on the actual thing that you're talking about, isn't it? No, I hear that. But you've now let in stuff that will show a pattern of behavior. Mm. So they will color the jury's mind. Yeah, but this is why um both sides don't like to do that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because it's like... Why are you bringing this stuff that's not relevant to what we're talking about? But his lawyer brought it up there. 
Yeah, so, that's Why would she say that though? Are you listening? I'm yes. done. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not doing it. It's done. It's done. It's done. It's done. It's done. I'm not doing it. It's done. I'm not doing it. And you're not allowed to ask me any more questions. You keep your, keep your shit to yourself. I can't I'm, believe I'm this. trying. Sorry, guys. No, don't try. Just don't. Do you know who Corella King is? you know Corella King? Anyways, still in the line of foolishness, um, Megan Thee Stallion. So basically, Tory Lanez's driver, um, there's basically new court documents has been filed, essentially. Obviously, Tory Lanez is still trying to get, um, what's he trying to, he's still trying to appeal and all that kind of nonsense. But anyways, his driver is claiming that he saw Kelsey. So Kelsey is Megan's friend. He's claiming that he saw Kelsey with the gun. So it's a whole document, a whole filing, all that kind of nonsense, only for him to say, so he said he saw Kelsey with a gun, only for him to say anyway that he didn't see who shot it. So why are we, why are you wasting everyone's time? That being said as well, Pardy is out here on a press run. Um, well, he says he's on a press run to promote his music, but he was a ghostwriter. He was a guy that was really, really behind the scenes. No one really knew of him like that until Saturday and Megan. But he's on these interviews now acting confused and acting shocked that people are asking him about the relationship, especially after he's written, after he dropped the song that he dropped, the whole distractor and whatnot. So he was on Breakfast Club. He was on um, Angela's show. I think he's got like a couple other ones that he's on anyway. But anyway, she Megan basically did a live yesterday addressing all of that stuff where he was basically saying about how he wanted to propose to her, this and lover. And she basically said how in her song, which talked about finding a guy in their bed, she, in her bed cheating on, on her, something like that, blah, blah. She said she never said anyone's name. She said if he's sitting here telling people that he did not cheat, then why is he so pressed to be um, doing press runs and blah, blah, blah. She also said about um, the whole Kelsey thing. And she said, basically, people shouldn't really be focusing on these platforms that are doing up funny headlines. She said, read actual court documents. That will tell you what you need to know. She said with Kelsey, the interesting thing with Kelsey was that she said she told, she said who shot her. She said Tory Lanez was the one who shot her. Other witnesses said Tory Lanez was the one who shot her. Kelsey was then upset with her for not going online to say that Kelsey didn't shoot her. But she was saying to Kelsey that she's not trying to talk about the whole situation at all. So why can't Kelsey go online and say herself that she didn't shoot Megan? Then she said that's what made her realise that you haven't been paid or you're trying to protect somebody and blah, blah, whatever, whatever. She said she's always maintained the fact that she knows who shot her and that's why the person's in jail now. What else did she talk about? She also said about how people in her life... She said she was... The, she said after losing her parents and stuff like that, she basically was spiraling and she was drinking a lot and going out a lot. She wasn't addressing, she wasn't grieving essentially. And she was just kind of just going, living crazy basically. And she said that the people that were around her were enabling this. So she said, it's funny how people are sitting there now saying that she's damaged and she's not this and she's not that. But she said, as when, when people around her were enjoying this party girl and this getting drunk and all that stuff she was doing that like, even to the point where sometimes when they're going out she would literally just be crying and they'll be like oh like can you like wipe your tears up let's get into the club kind of thing even they were parked outside so she was saying i was just interested that people are now here seeing all these things and when she decided that she was spiraling and it's good it could end terribly for her and she started to get to get help go to therapy stop drinking all that kind of stuff was when she started to lose people and they're acting all you know whatever whatever um she looks really healthy in all honesty, I don't think anyone can make me hate Meg. I love Meg, to be fair. Um, she looks really healthy. She's taking care of herself. And she says she doesn't wish anyone bad, man. And she said one thing about her, like, she's not going to be out here revealing people's secrets the way, obviously, 
party's been doing. Um, she said that's not how she 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 rolls. She said if she falls at people and they're, not, they're no longer friends, they're no longer together and whatnot, she's not going to go around spinning their business because they were cool at one point and it is what it is. Party then went on live to say some things. I tried to watch it, but honestly, no, I didn't have time for that, if I'm being honest with you. I just didn't. He wasn't really making sense like that. And I don't understand how he's acting confused that, because he's like, I'm only going to promote my music, but no one knows you outside of Megan like that. People that you write for know you like that. Anyways, all that puts it to the side. Um, lastly, for me, um, I talked about Lupita breaking up with her man a while ago. And then also, I also reported on this guy, Joshua Jackson, and his wife getting a, a divorce. Well, the speculation that he and Lupita are together. And it's so funny because he's actually got a type. It's, it's so funny. But um, yeah, man, but I'm happy for her, man. So they were seen together. And this looks like she's happy and she's dealing better with a heartbreak. And I absolutely love that. So good on her. But yeah, man, that's all for me. Let's get into people's journal. Do you like to get into people's journal? Or? I'm just looking for the card. We've been away for a few days, so I had to move it. All right, people. Welcome to the People's Journal, where I give you the news from an economics point of view. So there ain't much to talk about, to be fair. Um, the first thing is, remember the other day we were talking about, well, not the other day as such, but um, not too long ago, we were talking about, um, I guess... The, the extracurricular behaviors of certain um, CEOs of, of of huge corporations, right? Well, another one's come <laughs> come to the forefront. Basically, his name is Bernard Looney, right? And he stepped down as the chief executive of BP. Yeah, so he was a former BP boss, but he got caught up in a few allegations of certain things. And long story short, he's been stripped of thirty two million pounds. I'm saying so. He's going to be forfeiting more than thirty two million pounds in actual pay and potential pay. You know what I'm saying? The reason why is because the board said that he misled, he misled them about his workplace relationships. So apparently there was something that occurred where he he told them certain things, right? So I believe it was in uh, 2022. He um, they were BP was alerted about certain claims about him, right? And he obviously was forthcoming at least. This is what they thought, and so it kind of died down in it. But long story short, some other allegations of a similar nature later emerged as well. And then a whole new fresh investigation was also launched, right? And long story short, um, <laughs> BP spokesperson said that following careful consideration, the board has concluded that in providing inaccurate and incomplete assurances back at the first investigation in July of 2022, Mr. Looney knowingly misled the board. And because of that, the board has determined that um, this amount, uh, well, what he did basically amounts to serious misconduct. Long story short, they've, um, they're stripping of, of, of 32 million pounds. You know what I'm saying? Of actual pay and future earnings. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, man. They also added that um, he's been formally dismissed um, as of Wednesday. And um, what they say is this decision had the effect of bringing Mr. Looney's 12-month notice period to an immediate end. Last year, bear in mind, last year he made about £10 million in wages, bonuses, and other benefits. Just last year alone. So, yeah, that's the situation with him. Um, you guys, you lot shop at Farfetch? Sometimes. Got a few things from there, you know what I'm saying? Ben, what about you? No. Okay, Farfetch is like your other guy, the other one you discovered. 
Like Porter? That's right. Serious? <laughs> yeah. I have never going there. <laughs> <laughs> well, basically, they, um, they're struggling, man. They're struggling, apparently, man. And so currently they're in talks to secure some emergency funding from um, the Apollo Global Management um, because they're trying to, you know, sort out their finances, long story short. Very much to it. Um, it's just uh, some new information that from sources that were speaking on uh, Wednesday, and they pretty much said that Apollo was one of the only um, what number of firms um, that are currently in a dialogue with Farfetch. And they cautioned, of course, they told people, you know, don't be too hasty, you know what I'm saying? The, the deal is, it's not been sorted out yet, but, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's looking kind of okay, you know what I'm saying? But it's unclear whether the new capital that they're going to um, get from this um, funding from Apollo, if they actually do get it, will be provided as um, debt or equity or a combination of the two. So again, if we get more information, bring it to the people, man. Next thing I wanted to mention, stock markets apparently have gone up, man, um, after the US Federal Reserve hinted that interest rate cuts may be in the near future, man. So yeah, this is a sign, obviously, people are excited that, you know what, this is going to be um, some good times ahead of us, you know what I'm saying? Obviously, uh, England anyway, um, the last three months, I believe uh, the last hike was in August. So September, October, November, three months of consecutive um, uh, bank rates, the base rate being remain, remaining the same. And actually today, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, they are meeting to, to discuss what, what they're going to do with the base rate as well. Again, most people believe it's just going to remain the same because the, the Bank of England governor has said quite a few times, to be fair, that he doesn't see... Um, the people coming together, the board coming together and actually deciding to reduce the rate. But um, yeah, we'll see what happens. But yeah, long story short, I say all of that just to say because of this, because people are actually um, believing, especially in America, that interest rates are going to be cut, um, stock markets started to rise, man. So that's some good news. Um, next thing I wanted to mention is Malawi. So remember we spoke, I believe it was Malawi, it was definitely Malawi, how certain people actually went to Israel to kind of help out with um, the farming because obviously a lot of the people during the Gaza war, the, the, the Israel-Gaza um, conflict had left the country. So long story short, I mentioned all that just to say that Malawi is back in the news and they're looking to receive $137 million of budget support from the World Bank. So this is a month after the country's currency lost nearly half of its value against the US dollar. So they're going to be receiving one pounds, 109.4 million pounds. For those who don't know, Malawi is one of the poorest countries in the world, man. And they've been battling chronic foreign currency uh, shortages, which have led to shortages of fuel, medicines, and fertilizers. So the country's just not doing well at the, at the moment. But yesterday, the World Bank announced that they're going to get some fresh funding, man. And of that 109.4 million pounds, 80, well, 63, I should say, in pounds, 63.9 million pounds is going to be paid to them immediately. The IMF has also said that... Um, that um, the country needs um, almost $1 billion in debt relief by 2027. So that's basically the, the state of Malawi at the moment. But speaking of debt relief, um, Somalia is very happy, man. So big up the Somali people. Um, the, Somalian, um, gov the Somali government yesterday were actually celebrating, man, because the IMF and the World Bank announced debt relief in their country, man. Debt relief of $4.5 billion. So the Prime Minister, Hamza Abdi Barre, um, he said that the relief is equivalent to relieving every Somali person of a debt of more than $300, you know what I'm saying? And he also said that this is a testament that our country and our people are financially viable, attracting foreign investment, and we are no longer debt-ridden, you know what I'm saying? So big them up, man, you know what I'm saying? And yeah, there isn't much to, more to report on um, regarding that. 
Um, but that's it, yeah, for for People's Journal. Okay, is there a worker joke, sir? Yeah, there's a quick one. All right, let's get into it then. All right, guys. So, I think the last worker joke, I'm not too sure actually, it might have been two worker jokes ago, <coughs> where Esther, I think Esther was the only one who got it right, got everything right. <laughs> and it seemed as though everyone, well, all the Nigerians in the room, at the time, I think it was Esther, Christy, I think, and Rich. Oh, yeah. Everyone pretty much <laughs> some, said something crazy about the Nigerian, about something that happened <laughs> in Nigeria and turned out to be true. Well, today is an opportunity to hopefully change that narrative, right? I'm going to say to you four countries, well, four presidents of four different countries, and I want you to tell me which one has looted the most money. So, again, it could be Nigeria, by the way. Nigeria. <laughs> but let's see, right? So you've got... Um, Sani Abacha, who's, rep- <coughs> who's representing um, the mighty nation of Nigeria, and he has obviously looted a certain amount of money. You've got somebody by the name of Su- Suharto, and he's from Indonesia. Yeah. In fact, let me tell you a bit more about some of these people so you can have a bit more context, right? So, for those who don't know, Sani Abacha was um, the Nigerian president, right? And apparently, between 1993 and 1998, he reportedly looted between. Um, well, this is the figures. Either 5 million, 10 billion, sorry, 5 billion, 10 billion, 35 billion, or 60 billion. So this, these are the figures I'm giving for each one of these people. But you listen as well, yeah? Mm. Yes. And Margs? One second. <laughs> you guys. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> All right, cool. The next person is a president by the name, president of Indonesia. And he was a president between 1967. <coughs> And 1998. So his name is Suharto, yeah? And allegedly, he cleaned out his country's state funds as well. So again, he might have taken 5 billion, 10 billion, 35 billion, or 60 billion. So I've, I've given you two people now. Sanya Batch of Nigeria, Suharto of Indonesia. Next person is Fernand, sorry, Ferdinand Marcos. And he's the president um, of the Philippines. Apparently, this guy, um, everyone... What everyone remembers about him is the fact that he's always got like crazy elaborate shoes and apparently he's got more than 3,000 pairs of designer shoes, yeah. And this guy was just super corrupt apparently, yeah. And he was actually the leader um, of the Philippines between the years 1965 and 1986, right? And the last person is a man by the name of Ali Abdullah Saleh. And he was the former president of Yemen. And yeah, they're saying he was massively corrupt as well but out of all of these guys who do you think stole the most money so they've all stole money they've all stole money these guys are professionals these are like the best of the best where would you say Yemen Philippines Nigeria where and Indonesia you're not giving us the figures yeah 5 billion 10 billion Mm -hmm. 35 billion and 60 billion Ah. <clears throat> and can you tell us can you tell us what number mm-hmm. is the the one that's correct? What do you mean? They're all correct. They're all correct. They've all stole we've got to pick who's got the, they've all ah, stole money. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, cool, 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 cool. Who stole the sixty? Who stole the sixty? Billion or million? Billion. 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 These are all billion stealers. Yes. In the countries again? So Nigeria, mm-hmm. Indonesia, mm-hmm. Philippines, mm-hmm. and Yemen. Oh, okay. 
I'm gonna go Yemen. I was thinking Yemen, but my man with the shoes. <laughs> He's got three thousand shoes. Where's he? Philippines. Mm-hmm. What country is bigger? Fed the Philippines or Indonesia? Indonesia. Oh, no, Indonesia. I think Indonesia is quite big, you know. They've got the largest Muslim population in the world. Okay, Indonesia. Mm. Okay, okay. Philippines. Yemen's a good shot, though. Mm. Where, do you, where, where are you guys putting Nigeria, then? I think because it's World Cup joke, he's probably going to be like low. He's probably done like five billion. Nigeria, Sanya Bacha. That's the you know Sanya Bacha. I'm trying to remember what I know of him. I remember his name. I remember studying him. I can't remember. He's the if guy I that. Him, like he's a thief. Oh yeah, chronic. I don't think he would have sold sixty billion. Okay, okay. No. Brent, do you say yours? I don't think it's Indonesia. <clears throat> okay. Mm, might be Yemen. I'm, I don't think it's Nigeria because that's easy. And like. Keep doing that. <laughs> I think if it's you tee up uh, an easy dunk for me, I'm not going to choose it. You might be the guy with the shoes, man. Mm. Who's the guy with the shoes? Is it Yemen? Philippines. Mm-hmm. I'll go with the Philippines then. Well, to be, so, sorry, I, I did make a mistake. It's, it's not him himself, it's his wife. So his wife had the 3,000 designer shoes. Ah, well, if there's Gary involved, then she probably <laughs> still made him Philippines, still Philippines, Philippines. I'll go with that. I'll go with that. Okay. Esther again, man. No, that for me. Esther again. She got it right, man. Yemen. Yeah, see? I was mm-hmm. leaning towards Yemen, but she took it first. It was a good pick. Yeah, mm-hmm. man. This guy's amassed as much as $60 billion during his time in office, which is roughly equivalent to the country's annual GDP. Can you imagine? That's wild. Yeah, man. What did they do with all that money anyway? Apparently, um, it was much of it he got through schemes to provide oil and gas contracts. Yeah, man. What a terrorist. Um, next person was Suharto of Indonesia, man. This guy was was a president between 1967 and 1998. 35. And he got 30, yeah, he took 35 billion. Mm-hmm. In the year 2000, he was placed under house arrests and charged with the theft of 570 million via fake charities. <coughs> yeah. But the court, the, the, the actual court doctors found him too ill to stand trial. So this guy got away with it. Third place is actually uh, the Philippines guy, man. You know, obviously his wife's um, spending habits were, were crazy, so he had to, you know, steal and steal and steal. But yeah, man, um, he's suspected of stealing more than $10 billion um, from his country during his reign. And obviously the last person is Sanya Bacha of Nigeria, and he's uh, reportedly have um, taken uh, up to $5 billion. Well, between $1 billion and $5 billion. So yeah, man. But yeah, that's it. All right, let me just read out the result of the poll. Uh, same question, which president has looted the most? 38% say Nigeria, 50% say Yemen, 23% say Indonesia, and 7% say Philippines. So we already want Nigeria. <laughs> okay, let's get into our last headlines for today. All right, so our last headlines. Um, the M23 rebel group has agreed to honor a three-day UK-brokered ceasefire deal with the DRC, right, with the Democratic Republic of Congo's army. The group spokesperson, uh, Lawrence Kanyuka, said in a statement on X that the rebels accepted a deal since it is in line with the M23's existence signed ceasefire of 7th of March 2023. 
the rebel group apparently has not consul- sorry the rebel group had not consulted um, about the deal before its completion despite agreeing to the ceasefire the m23 said that they would not hesitate to defend themselves and the civilian populations under their control of course from the army or the government allied militia uh, the ceasefire began on Monday, midday, and it's according to um, Adrian uh, Watson, who is uh, the U.S. National Security Council spokesperson. Next headline takes us to Niger, where the junta has said that French soldiers remaining in the country should co- should complete their withdrawal by the 22nd of December. The remaining 157 troops are mainly from teams covering logistics. Um, yeah, that's, that's pretty much what the junta said in the statement on X. Um, it added that 1,346 French military personnel have already left the country. There have been tensions between France and Niger following the 26th of July coup, um, which was led by the General Abdulrahman Tijani, um, that, and obviously when he deposed the democratically elected president and French ally Mohamed Bazoum, who was in the news yesterday, I think we spoke about, when they said that they're not actually going to release him yet. But anyway, long story short, France began to pull out its troops um, from Niger in October, and um, the junta has ordered the French to leave, having accused the European nation of trying to reinstate the president, um, Bazoum, who, um, you know, they've got under house arrest. But apparently they're accusing the French of actually reinstating him by force, or trying to anyway. But the military leaders also said that they plan to end some historical uh, military and economic agreements with Paris. Hopefully they, they do all of that, man. And the last headline is a bit of a confusion, man. bit of some confusion, I should say. Um, in South Africa, where the president, Cyril Ramaphosa, has um, appealed, sorry, will appeal against the court ruling that his crowning of the new Zulu king was unlawful and invalid. Right, So he said in a statement that during the course of these legal processes, His Majesty King Mr. Zulu uh, remains the identified heir to the throne. King Mr. Zulu's claim to the throne was challenged in Pretoria High Court by his half-brother, Prince Simakade Zulu, who says that he is the rightful heir. The late king died in 2021, which sparked a vicious power struggle between the brothers for the throne. But King Mr. Zulu appeared to have won the succession battle, especially after his traditional coronation in August of 2022. Um, was followed by a state ceremony two months later when, like I said, the South African president, Cyril Ramaphosa, gave him a certificate of recognition in front of tens of thousands of people. On Monday, however, the Pretoria High Court ruled that the president had not followed the proper procedures before recognizing the king, um, Mr. Uh, Mr. Zulu as the monarch. It said that Cyril Ramaphosa had failed to c- comply with the law, which required him to order an investigation into objections to the accession. And that's it for the headlines. Time to pay the bills. All right, let's get into the reaction. Welcome to the reaction, people. I've got your sports headlines for you. So, um, our first sports headline is uh, host Champions <coughs> League return ends in heartbreak as visitors reach Europa League. What's this? Newcastle's return to the Champions League after um, more than 20 seasons away ultimately ended in heartbreak as they dropped out of Europe altogether <coughs> thanks to a 2-1 defeat to AC Milan. Eddie Howe's side knew they were outsiders to reach the last 16 um, going into match day six with victory over Milan and necessity, while they also needed Paris Saint-Germain to lose or draw away to, to Borussia Dortmund. It was all going Newcastle's way at half-time um, with Joe Linton rifling them in front and PSG being held in Germany. 
A Dortmund goal sparked more celebrations at St. James's Park, <coughs> but it all fell apart for the Magpies um, with Christian Pulisic levelling for Milan and PSG pulling the goal back within um, a matter of minutes. As it has often done, amid their injury crisis, fatigue appeared to hamper Newcastle in the closing stages, with Milan belatedly growing into the game. Um, the hammer blow came in the 84th minute when Samuel Chukwesi finished a deadly counter-attack that dropped Newcastle to fourth in Group F um, and facing up to the fact that Milan had um, pipped them to the Europa League playoff spot. I thought they were going to do it, man. Tough. 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 They was winning as well. Oh, well. Oh, well. And, um, yeah, um, you know, City keep their 100% record, perfect Champions League record going, beating um, Red Star Belgrade. So it says, Man City youngsters, Mika Hamilton and Oscar Bob, both scored to help Pep Guardiola's side to a 3-2 victory over Red Star Belgrade and finish top of Group G with a flawless victory. City joined Liverpool as the only other English team to ever win all six Champions League group games in the season on a defining night for the club's um, academy in Serbia. Hamilton, 20, who joined the club age nine, was handed his first team debut as one of the nine changes and opened the scoring with a powerful effort that crashed into the roof of the net before Bob, on his first City start, netted the second with a clinical finish. A dispirited Red Star hit back through substitute in Boom Hung, but Hamilton won a late penalty, which was converted by Calvin Phillips for his first goal for the club. And yeah, there you go. And our last sports headline says... Well, are we going to get an AJ versus Wilder? So apparently it depends. Andy Joshua versus John A. Wilder is reportedly now finally agreed to take place on March the 9th in Saudi Arabia. However, both men both men must first win their fights next weekend in order to confirm the long-awaited heavyweight showdown. After the after the already signed Tyson Fury versus Alexander Usyk um undisputed clash had to be pushed back from December 23rd to February 17th due to Fury's um, tough 10-rounder with Ngonu. Boxing Chiefs in Saudi Arabia decided to push ahead with a different show on that date. Next weekend, will now play host to Joshua versus um, Wallin um, and Wilder versus Parker as part of a huge heavyweight card. According to ESPN journalist Mike Coppinger, a deal is in place for the two main protagonists to meet on March the 9th, so as long as they both emerge victorious. Um, back when they first tried to agree to do in 2018 and 2019, the pair were heavyweight world champions and would have met in an undisputed showdown. Do do we care anymore? Yeah, I think so. I think we still need to see that fight, man. Ain't it annoying that they're both going to be on the same card on, on the weekend mm. and they're not fighting each other? Yeah, it's ridiculous. It is. It's ridiculous. But the thing is, yeah, I'm not too sure both of them are going <laughs> to come win. away with a win you know, that day. It's just making risky. It. It's a risky, um, it's a risky night, man. Yeah, see, then it's just more nonsense, man. Like I don't know, man. I'll be honest with you. Mm. At the time, I was invested. Yeah. But it was the yeah. three of them, and mm-hmm. it was all going down. I wanted to see, I wanted to see it all. You get me? Yep. But at this point, I'm just like, mm. don't get me wrong. I'll I'll tune in if it's mm-hmm. if, if it's happening. But do we care? They threw it away, man. It could have been a. You know what I mean? T- two black, great heavyweights with all the belts, unified, undisputed. Yeah, when they were champions and that, this w- it was making sense to me. Yeah. Why are you going to watch them fight when they're husbands for? What are they going to fight for? But yeah, but they, they're, still, they're still top five heavyweights, though. You know what I'm saying? They're still top five. It's, it's still going to be a good fight. 
Because you, because like, you would still perhaps watch AJ fight anybody else. Why not Wilder? You know what I'm saying? Would I? Like maybe like. <laughs> well, a lot of people would like they they will still watch they still watch AJ bloody Franklin. You know what I'm saying? And and bloody what's his name? Hellenius. And people are gonna watch AJ and Wallin like next week. Yeah, but that card's jam packed, so he's gonna watch the whole thing, isn't it? You definitely wanna see this fight. Because you wanna basically see who needs to shut them out. Awesome. <laughs> I think they both need to shut them out. I'm done with them. I'm not gonna like I said, if the fight gets made, I mm. would be invested running up to it and I would watch it. But like I couldn't care less if it gets made or not, in that sense. Like I'm done with them. Who joined in? Uh what them two. Mm. This is what I mean. I don't have a horse in the race, man. I couldn't care less anymore. They're full of shit to me as far as I'm concerned. Both of them. They should have they should have fought each other when it mattered. There's not even no jeopardy here. Like there's just a pay it's just a payday for both of them. Which like these wins, if they get these wins and this next thing, it doesn't do much for them anyway. Like there's nothing there's nothing there's nothing here for me. But Who do you want to win, man? I, I want AJ to win. Right. But I'm but I'm I'm shook, man. Yeah. You know, I've always kind of spoken about his um defense and stuff. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. I just want to see. Mm. Who like would you like to win? Oh, you don't mind? Um I don't want to do this on air. Alright, cool. I don't know what that means. Oh, Ed Ed reminded it's me a there's a bomb squad. <laughs> Ed reminded me, man. Um, there's another fight coming up this weekend. Sonny Edwards and um, Jesse Bam Bam Rodriguez. It's a sick fight, man. I think they're flyweights. I'm going to miss that one. They're serious. It's a serious fight. Serious fight, man. Sonny Edwards. He's super confident, you know. Sonny Edwards, man. Oh, I've he's got, seen he's, his fight. You might, you might. Yeah, well. He's not, he's not like. These type of guys are not always like headlining all on TV and stuff like that, to be fair. But um, but they're serious fighters, man. Bam Bam is a serious guy as well. Um, he's he just been knocking guys out, man. Yeah. Right. Well. And um, Sonny Edwards has got the skill as well. Like he's a he's a he's a high IQ type of fighter. You know what I'm saying? So it'll definitely be a good, definitely be a good fight to be fair. Because one, one could argue they're the best, the top two in that particular um division. Yeah, it'll be, it'll be a good fight, man. Bam and Sonny Edwards. Looking forward to it, man. All right, then, well, there you go for the weekend. We'll get to that one next week. That was Steph. That's the end of our sports headlines, man. Let's get into done out here. Who is today's recipient of done out here? I was trying to read this story that you put me through now. Um, is it me or is this just pure foolishness? Researchers gave that. So let me see, let me see it quick. I was I, I was I stopped reading halfway through and I couldn't get to the bottom of it. There's a policewoman, police female police officer Nadia Furley. She's 29. She's been sacked. She's been sacked from the police force. Yeah. She's um she yeah she made <laughs> there she is. She's made 14 claims. Yeah. That her, um, her ex-boyfriend had assaulted her, or he's been assaulting her, and stuff like this. She kept making claims. She wouldn't identify him. She just kept making reference to him by name, um, Dan Jones. I think she was turning up with, like, um, scars and stuff like that, and she was blaming her ex-boyfriend. I think one time 
Am I right to say that one time they said that she said that he chased her, chased her through the through the through the shire or something like that? But um, I don't know. Maybe that's when they started um, questioning what she was doing because she mm. tried to say she ran cross country and all that, but there weren't like no mud or no debris on her or nothing like that, and the the conditions was extremely boggy and muddy apparently you know what i'm trying to say but her clothing was cool so i think they was thinking it was weird i don't know why because she's a police officer so i don't know i don't know i don't understand why she would do this but apparently dan just dan jones has been um abusing her whatever and doing stuff she wouldn't she wasn't necessarily cooperating properly she was only mentioning him by name they never had no idea of who he was so then the police now have done a covert operation. I don't even know if this is legal, mm. but they've done a covert operation and they've put CCTV in her yard, yeah, without her knowledge. Is that legal? Don't sound it, man. <laughs> in America, I didn't know you could do that. They Maybe because put... she works for them. Huh? Maybe because she works for them. I don't know. Yeah, I just, did, I just, I just didn't know you was allowed mm. to do that. But they put CCTV in her yard. Who's this man? He was guilty of something. Wait, let's see. Constable. Oh no, he's just the one that dismissed her. He's the, he's the one that told her to stop the foolishness. You know what I'm saying? They put the CCTV in her yard, bro. And obviously then, then she's under covert surveillance, isn't it? And then apparently, I think it's like there's two or three occasions where she's said Dan's come to the yard and mashed her up again. And her account of it, like how he's got there, what's happened, whatnot, 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 whatnot. It's all been refuted with the CCT evidence, the CCTV evidence that's shown nobody's come to this yard. So, Ridiculous. Yeah, like literally, like, nobody hasn't been there. No one went there in days. And the days that she said these incidents happened, they looked, nobody has, nobody's near or far. You get me? There's just nobody, <laughs> just nobody there. So they sacked her. And... <laughs> the, the boyfriend don't, don't exist. He's not a real person, no. Can you imagine? So this is like, a, this, this is a mental health issue, right? Right, yeah. But I suppose you got to sack her because then you can't have crazy people working for the yeah, force. 100%. She needs to go immediately. And I was trying to work out, like, like why is she doing this? Mm. And I've got nothing. Like, I've literally got nothing. If you work for the police, yeah, why would you... Why would you repeatedly make claims that, some, that you're being abused by someone that doesn't exist, but you work for the police? Because surely the police got the resources mm. to find this person, innit? Like, after a while, something's going to give, innit? Like, after, like, you're going to need to give us something tangible. You keep telling us this man's doing stuff to you. What man? Like, who? Where? Like, mm -hmm. But if anybody can find this brother, surely it's the police force, no? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I was just confused. I'm saying this is absolute foolishness. I don't understand why this person, I don't understand why she done this. I don't understand what made her go with this verse. I don't know what the... I don't know what her intentions were. I don't know what outcomes she hoped for. Was it just a cry for help because she just wanted... Yeah, she just wants attention, man. Is that what it is? I think so. Yeah, it's ridiculous to me still. It's absolutely ridiculous. I don't, I don't know what she's, she ain't gained nothing from this, man. But she's lost a job, so she definitely yeah. ain't gained. She got she got dismissed immediate effect without any notice. That means they've done her on the spot. And... um. <laughs> <laughs> we don't like that word. <laughs> Call it herpes. 
take it back. That's I'm trying to retain it. Trying to take it back. Trying yeah, to push it back to where push it back to where it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be. Yeah. No, I hear that. Yeah, well, they, 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 they still don't even know, and they've done it for perverting the course of justice because they was trying to help, and she was lying and sending them around in, sending them around in circles, and they literally do not understand why she's done this. You know, what I'm trying to say that, but obviously, she's like, it's not that Im- impacting people, wasting police time, and it's just gonna give people less um, confidence in the, in the whole criminal justice system I suppose anyway like it's just when you hear things like this it's just stupidness it's a proper dumb story I don't know why she done it but she got her comeuppance she's been sacked and yeah she's definitely done it this is one of them stop the foolishness moments this was stupid but you know what they say all the time you play stupid games you get stupid prizes and I still I would have liked to have some kind of closure on the situation because I just wanted to understand why she done this but I don't understand why she done it I don't know why she done it, but she's an idiot. Would you stop asking that question if it is you found out that she had some sort of psychological breakdown or something? Because you're trying to make reason out of something that is illogical, completely illogical. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's because I was saying it is mental health. Maybe it's mental health, isn't it? It's just Apparently she's suffering from PTSD from uh, seeing an officer get stabbed or something. That's what it says further down in the article. Oh, that's what it says. Yeah, yeah. So this is this is a PTSD manifesting. I guess so. Yeah, I guess they're looking for answers, just like you. (laughs) 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 I ain't got no answers for it, but yeah, I guess so, man. But anyway, that's enough for psychopath of the police force. I suppose it's good anyway because if it is MH, that could have presented in other ways while Mm -hmm. she was on the job. Mm -hmm. That could have affected civilians and the public and stuff like that. You get what I'm trying to say? So, I suppose it's a win-win. She's out of there, man. PC30, she's arrested, charged, two counts of preventing the course of justice. Mm, yeah, she's gone, man. She's waiting and truly done it here. Mm, that's, 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 that's that on that. It's funny when you put that picture of the white man, the police officer up, and he just looked like he was guilty or something. I had to go and read the story. Mm-hmm. Like, what this, what's this one do? Mm-hmm. He, 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 he didn't do nothing. Mm-hmm. He was straight. Yeah, man, that's it, man. Let's get into our outro. Done it here. Okay. <laughs> well, that's the end of today's show. Thanks for putting up, people. Hope you enjoyed it. It was a quick one. We was on a um, we're on a time limit. We've all got places to places to be, people to see, and quick places question. to be. Based on what it is I said just now about the woman, you think I was trying to defend her? Like calling her cuckoo. I didn't. No, maybe not. I didn't think you were trying to find that. Maybe I feel like you were just trying to find out if if there was if we, if maybe that we could justify actions with something. It's not necessarily defending her, but how can I put it? I didn't feel like you were trying to defend her. No, obviously I'm there searching for answers. Everybody's searching for answers, and you're just trying to get a different take on to see if it would make a difference if we was aware that she was actually mad because we don't know that she's mad. Mm. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. So that's just how I took it. Why did you ask that? Because um, Kevin seemed to think I was trying to defend her. Is that I was playing white knight trying to defend her. <laughs> I'm thinking, if he knew what I wanted to call her. Mm. <laughs> this, this is the same type of behavior that um, 
happens when it is that white women cry and stuff, innit? Mm-hmm. Not just when they cry, but when they cry to basically get black people in trouble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah to victimize, um, weaponize their tears and whatnot. Or with Emmett Till, you know? Scream this, that, and next, this what happens. Mm. It's the, the violence that is inflicted. That's tough. Have you watched that film? Till? No. Oh, should watch it. I don't know if I can. Why? You already know the story. Precisely. I hear that. Sometimes you need to be reminded, man. Me? Bring, bring, I don't think bring I Bring things do. to life, man. It's just... I don't think I do. Because you know what happens when it is I see something there. Yeah, oh, yeah. One step you want to radicalize me. <laughs> two steps backwards. So we just want to walk me home, Ben. Ain't gonna radicalize me. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, that's the end of a great oh, show. Also, if you don't mind, I got a link uh, to a show. It's organized by the Kickback it's today. But it's for um, our obviously TDA listeners who are available to go. Okay. Right. Um, there's a link. Hopefully, Brent can put it in the um, in the video description afterwards. 100% discount code. Yeah, we'll put it in there as well. K-B-E-O-Y. Kickback. Next in the time it's the, it's the top of the show that we're seeing this, you get me? Yeah, but you know what I mean? The, yeah, you the white man try to hold me back. Do you not have any information on what they'll be going to? Yes, sorry. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> one second, let me get it up. Bad babes. It's, uh, sorry, one second, one second, guys. All right, so it's the end of year, um, Black Professionals, Londoners, um, end of year after work event. So it's going to be at 201 Tooley Street, Mask, London Restaurant and Bar. And basically about the events, yeah, so basically join hundreds of black professionals in the city and enjoy good food, good vibes and music. It's going to be their last one for the, for the year. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, that's pretty much it. But yeah, the link's, the link's going to be there, isn't it? So you can obviously see everything that is... That it's gonna kind of um, contain and whatnot, but yeah, strictly young professionals and entrepreneurs, age twenty three and upwards. Yeah, so it's gonna be like games, networking opportunities, like sing alongs, R and B songs, and all them type of things. Then after party as well, and it's from six pm today till late. So yeah, if you're interested, um, just click the link and you get a hundred percent discount code, man, which will also be there. So yeah, if you're interested, show up, man. But that's it. All right then, man. We'll see y'all tomorrow. Peace. Bye. Bye. Peace.